almost here. Welcome in. And what do we see from our Scopely overlords? We see communication. We see hype. We see blog posts with detailed information. And we will celebrate it here today. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. And I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome into the show. Happy weekend to you. Ah, yeah. All right, let's see who's hanging out with us today. Who's ready to get their learn on? Who's ready to discuss strategy? Who's ready to figure out how to win territory capture? Yes, I say how to win. There could potentially actually be an end game here. We're going to talk about it. Hey, what's up, Trek and Check? Welcome on Server 26. Data Systems Technical Chief on 27. Welcome. Kukar. Server 17, 1 o'clock in the morning. Welcome in. El Chifo on 196. John Bonjani on Server 36. Welcome into the show. Pops on 37. Kukar, Server 17. Jerry Ryan on Server 20. Welcome. Trash Panda, Server 15. Blue Mandalorian on Server 8. Jayberg on 32. Infinite Key, welcome back, my friend. Welcome back, Infinite Key, Server 9. You guys, Infinite Key uh, just uh, just made it back from... Uh, what didn't you, did you have like a major surgery or something, man? Yeah, we're, we'll uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. Welcome back, glad you're in good health, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, Dirty Snowman here from Server 37, NC on Server 9. Welcome, Nolan on 132, Medic on Server 34, and Honey on 18. Silent Stabber, Server 8. Welcome, Bombastic on 132, Trumpy Dumpty on Server 45. Welcome, Molly Weasley, Server 21. Stevens Aaron on 129. Virtual Army on 135. Arian on 30. Twab on Server 20. Welcome, Vardy on the Founder Server, 190, Metal on Server 8, Gallum, 21, Gregor, Server 9, welcome, Commander Taylor on 192, Hank on Server 15, Executive Producer Snake Eyes is in the house on Server 15, the flagship server, Grudging Sue on Server 167, Nostromo on Server 30. Welcome in to the show. Devil's Advocate on 20. Welcome. Tequila Mac on 163. Lotta Hool on 158. Royal Power here from Server 36. Appreciate you being here. Slaughterer Howdy from Server 34. Welcome in to the show. Hey, Dunk, what's up? Be ready on 196. Appreciate you being here. Tabby Moses, Server 20. Hey, Sliver Surfer on 133. at Damar, flagship Server 15. Welcome to the show. Hey, Predator on server 19, welcome in. Wambulance on server 15, Bombastic on 132, and 54 additional messages. I'd like to welcome you guys into the show. Your mics are potted up. Angie Baby, welcome in. Misdemeanor, Infinite Key, Maztec, Jet Ski, also joining us live today in the Talking Trek studio audience. Appreciate you guys being here. Welcome to the show. Very quickly, before we get started, your mics are potted up. And uh, did uh, I, I don't know how much of this I should actually read, but I would like to welcome back infinite key infinite key has been i don't know if you guys have noticed he'd been absent for just a couple of weeks um infinite key uh, has received a letter and i would like to uh, read it to you very very quickly who has uh, infinite key has finally returned home after being hit with uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, back in March. He is a frontline physician and uh, was ridiculously exposed to it very, very early on, uh, treating patients with the first wave of the uh, coronavirus. And uh, I don't know how much of this I read. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read the letter, Key, if it's okay. Um, Key became so ill uh, due to his exposure uh, to this uh, deadly and significant virus that Key had to have a double lung transplant, folks. A double 
lung transplant uh, and has finally returned home. So, uh, buddy, uh, wishes uh, best wishes for a speedy recovery. Appreciate you being here. Um, absolutely awesome that uh, you have recovered and uh, really, really glad to see you back here. Uh, yeah, guys, I mean, absolutely, that is a significant surgery. Um, <laughs> Gregor wants to know if you've got, if you got to buy one, get one discount on those lungs. Yeah, I, I didn't even know a double lung transplant was a thing. Like, I, I've heard of one. I didn't know that, that gosh, I mean, how, how bad was it that you had to get a set, a, a double a double transplant. That's crazy. Snake Eyes is doing well, recovering. Snake Eyes, you had even indicated that you were uh, recovering uh, a little bit better this week, even than last week. The pain is subsiding a little bit. You're moving around. Your mobility is a little bit better, but still uh, a long road to recovery for you as well. So uh, appreciate and uh, just really blessed to find ourselves surrounded by uh, surrounded by stories of people who are uh, getting better, whatever their uh, ailment was. People getting better, people feeling better, people uh, rejoining the community, and that is the power of positive thinking. So I really appreciate uh, everybody who uh, has been keeping well wishes out for Snake Eyes. And, of course, Infinite Key, um, obviously you had a lot of people thinking about you as well uh, as we received your letter today. So welcome back to the show. Hope you are, hope you are doing well. Um, folks, um, this is actually about two or three weeks old. <clears throat> but while we are talking about uh, members of our community and uh, and the health afflictions of those, I would like to uh, take just one second. And I know this is a couple of weeks old. Some of you guys are going to know this player. Um, but there there is always potentially, uh, for good news, there, there can always be bad news. Um, a veteran player from Server 15, uh, Arian, was contacted, uh, or actually uh, Arian's account, Arian's Alliance. Let me start back over. Arian's Alliance was contacted by a player's daughter here a few weeks ago, and uh, a player, a veteran player from Server 15, been here probably since day one, uh, suddenly and mysteriously passed away. Uh, and so his daughter was contacted, uh, or his daughter contacted the Alliance, and uh, of course that information spread on our server, and uh, and a memorial was given, and and uh, just an opportunity for a lot of players to kind of think about that. His daughter was really really moved by the show of uh, of support uh, on server fifteen, so just a real quick shout out to his daughter. And uh, and to all players out there, whether you have uh, been ill and are recovering or whether your server has experienced loss uh, as we did, this was not, you know, somebody's cousin's babysitter's uncle's co-worker's son's babysitter's kid. This was um, this was one of our own, uh, an actual player uh, from one of our alliances. So uh, an opportunity for the server to kind of band together there for a minute and uh, share a couple of stories. Uh, so folks, as you guys, yeah, there is, uh, there's the screenshot from our server. And for those of you who can't tell, we are claiming that that is a, uh, an anatomically correct heart <laughs> before anybody gives us any grief on that. We're claiming that that is anatomically correct because whatever, for whatever reason, server 15 could not get it together that day. Uh, <laughs> the, the outline of the heart is, is vaguely, what's that now? That looks like my heart. That looks like my heart before the surgery. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Tequila says, "Wait, that's not a pumpkin." Uh, yeah, no, we we struggled. Server fifteen struggled, but obviously a lot of players showed up. The system did become full. Uh, we were unable to uh, to bring more players in. So 
Um, it it uh, it was an emotional day, especially for his alliance. So uh, just absolutely heartbreaking that day. Uh, and not that I'm wanting to start the show off on that foot, but just as we're celebrating recovery, we should also uh, celebrate um, the lives and the memories and the gameplay that we've enjoyed with those who may no longer be here for one reason or another. So uh, shout out goes to uh, him, his family, his alliance, his daughter, and uh, and anybody else in the game server who got to know uh, an Arian. So uh, anyway, folks, I would like to uh, kick off the show as we most typically do. Let's get into our stupid news. We got a lot to cover today. Gregor, how you doing, man? You having a good weekend? Doing well? Yeah, all's good. I, I thought we'd have a segment about all the people with broken hearts from the election, but I guess not. <laughs> so I'll tell you this. On. I'll tell you this. I It was difficult today. As a matter of fact, Wicked Witch, our, our stupid news is actually going to be slightly shorter today because I could literally find nothing that was not about the election and uh, per request of a few individuals our executive producer included uh we we are going to try to tone down on some of the uh the politics of the uh of the uh united states here even in our commercials now i do have a couple of funny ones today do you guys remember during the primary season we did those commercials about like you know uh the the warehouse after somebody dropped out of the out of the race well you know all their unsold items from their campaign we have one we have one today it might be very polarizing if you're a trump supporter i apologize because we make fun of everybody equally on this show but we do have a great sale coming up in the trump campaign warehouse uh (laughs) many 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 huge items for sale we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later uh in the meantime folks let's get on with the show it's time for the stupid news live from the talking trick studios let's get to the headlines stupid it is time for the news get into it and see what we can figure out what's going on in the world today (laughs) trumpty dumpty says don't sell them too soon i'll tell you this again we're not going to get into a whole lot of it most of you guys already know what's going on discussion is not necessary although i will say this uh i was pleased all right now listen i am i will tell you this i am all for one person exercising his legal rights all for the states that were super duper close some states have mandatory recount rules and and other states have provisions for people to challenge the vote count if it's less than one percent or less than a half a percent and there were several states that came in within that margin and i fully support donald trump's right to exercise uh, his his legal rights within those states to challenge those vote counts and and recount them but i'm here to tell you the gregor you and i had briefly talked about this the other day as we're getting into the news here the the There have been recounts all throughout history, okay? But never has a recount, never has a legal challenge, never has any type of legal action come up with the number of votes that Donald Trump would need to change the outcome of this election. It is my opinion that we have president-elect Joe Biden in office for four years, and uh, to him, I wish congratulations, and I will say that... uh, It doesn't matter what candidate won. You are my president. This is the United States of America. And just because we may have differing opinions, just because we may have differing ideas, and just because I may have voted for the other guy or not, you, sir, 
are now the president-elect of the United States, and I will support this beautiful democracy as best I can as an American. So, that being said, I, uh, as an American, I believe he has a right to challenge all those counts, but I don't believe, Gregor, that it would be enough. I don't think so, buddy. I don't think that I don't it... Think uh, so. I don't think that it could be enough. Uh, once the final votes came in, there were hundreds of thousands of votes separating uh, Trump from a re-election bid. Uh, that being said, <laughs> that being said, there was uh, some uh, some candidates that decided not to uh, not to seek recounts in certain states. Kanye West uh, apparently conceded defeat. He wasn't able to get a phone call into Joe, though. He said he just tweeted it. Seriously, I, I'm not kidding you. you. There's no joke there. He conceded defeat on Twitter. And Kanye has announced that he will be rerunning in 2024. I am not kidding about that either. Kanye West has already announced his re-election bid. So, there you go. Uh, no, no stupid news there. Recent reports state that rap queen Nicki Minaj has welcomed her first child into the world. Her friends are all super excited and uh, sending congratulatory videos of uh, themselves twerking. Uh, Minaj is married to some guy named Kenneth Petty. I don't know if uh, if you guys have ever heard of this guy. Now, listen, I, I only bring this up because it, it's kind of funny but serious at the same time. Minaj is married to a guy named Kenneth Petty who is reportedly a music industry professional, Gregor. But if you Google search Kenneth Petty married to Nicki Minaj, you'll also find that he is a legitimate registered sex offender. And now Nicki's new song title, Yikes, uh, makes a lot more sense, right? Yikes. Houston Texans closed their practice facility last week after one of their players tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, based on their record, though, the most shocking part of this story is that the Texans actually practice. So I was, <laughs> I was kind of surprised about that. Here's a stupid news for you, Gregor. In the Czech Republic, restrictions on movement after 9 o'clock have caused some people to be a little bit more creative. they got a curfew over there. One of the exceptions, for example, allows people out of the house at night if they're walking a dog, right? But not everybody has a dog to walk. That did not stop this man in South Bohemia. He was caught by local police walking a toy stuffed dog in the city center. A Czech news crew was following the police to document them dealing with curfew violations and actually captured this incident, which has since gone viral on social media. I'm walking a dog here. I'm not doing anything illegal, the man said. When he was caught by police who demanded his identification card, then he tried to claim it was an artistic, practical joke. The police officers, though, did not see the humor in the violation of the emergency rules. However, only gave him a warning, a stern warning. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Do you get it? Is the Czech Republic? <laughs> Check yourself. Uh, John Cusack is making headlines, claiming in a tweet that Trump supporters voted for a mentally ill virus-spreading Nazi. The tweet actually had a ton of retweets, making this the first hit Cusack has had in over 10 years. All right. <laughs> right. That's the most relevant he's been in a decade. Uh, folks, there was some interesting news out of the United States elections that happened this past week. Apparently, New Jersey has officially legalized marijuana. Uh, online data shows that there is now a 2,800% increase, Gregor, in the Google search term, how to roll a joint. And by the way, that is not a joke. 
That is actual news. <laughs> is that news. at nursing homes? Or? That is a real headline news story. 2,800% increase in search terms, how to roll a joint. New Jersey now has legal weed and legal sports gambling, which is great because you'd have to be high to bet on the Jets uh, or the Giants. You know? <laughs> so they, the two go hand in hand. Um, here's another weird one, folks. Uh, weird. This is a weird story, even by 2020 standards. A group of people, including a man from Idaho Falls, were recently busted in Yellowstone National Park while they were cooking a chicken in one of the park's geothermal hot springs, Gregor. They took a chicken and they were cooking it in a hot spring in Yellowstone National Park. Apparently, the culinary event happened uh, a couple of months ago, early August. According to Nate Eaton at East Idaho News 11, park authorities were given reports of people carrying cooking gear towards a hot spring. I can't even get through this without laughing. Rangers arrived and found the group were cooking 12 chickens. 12 chickens in the hot <laughs> 12 chickens in the hot waters of this spring. The Idaho Falls uh, man was given a citation. It was one guy, by the way. 12 chickens. He was given a citation for walking in the thermal area, to which he did plead guilty. He was given a $600 fine probation and is now banned from Yellowstone for the next two years. I can't imagine that chicken boiled in sulfur-heated water could be very delicious. I mean, I don't... I don't know. I can't imagine there wasn't anything closer to him. (laughs) (laughs) 12 chickens. Oh, finally, let's wrap up our election news. A British gambler reportedly staked Gregor $5 million on President Trump winning this past Tuesday's election. A wager believed to be the largest ever political bet. Um, This might sound a little nuts, but... uh, Listen, if that person had ever gone on a real date with someone English that they'd met on a dating website, they'd know a thing or two about gambling. So he knew what he was doing, folks. Knew what he was doing. That is your stupid news. Largest bet in political history, and that man is now $5 million poorer. Uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. I know. That was a terrible joke for my EU listeners. I thought you guys would get a kick out of it. Did you guys really care that much? $5 million? Did you care $5 million worth on the U.S. presidency? Oh goodness, Gregor! Did you did you realize that our president's uh, our presidency was that important with uh, with foreign powers across the world? Kind of crazy. Yeah, man, ours is the most covered. It it really was. It was very covered this year. It certainly was. Uh, so there you go. All right, folks, uh, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We we burned 15 minutes on that. Sorry, guys. Um, let's uh, let's get into it, guys. We've got a lot to talk about today. The first thing that I want to do, and listen, I'm not going to read this to you, uh, but I do want to draw your attention to the uh, Capture Takeover that uh, Panic published, uh, I believe it was not yesterday, but the day before. I'll put the link here in the chat uh, if you guys want to take a look at this. But, of course, this article is linked over on the official Discord. And I'd like to spend a couple of minutes, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a territory cap share. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was also bad and inappropriate. Uh, but I would like to go through this because, Gregor, I don't know. You read this thing. Did you happen to skim it or did you really super read it? Because I found some very, very interesting nuggets in this article. Nuggets that have surprisingly not been talked about in the official Discord. I have really kind of avoided the official Discord over the last several days. I ain't going to lie. I've been there very, very little. 
So, uh, I, but I've I've been reading. Like I haven't been discussing. I've just been watching like a creep. Uh, you know, just peeking in the windows. <laughs> you know, just to to see. But uh, yeah, the Prater. He said the official Discord was tragic and entertaining in equal measure. Let's talk about it and uh, and go through this because there was some interesting things. Now, of course, we got a little YouTube video from Panic. We actually got a, pa- a Panic video about you know how to join a takeover and, and things like that. Uh, there was uh, some information about the length of takeovers. Uh, and so it, let me start with this. It's near the top of the article, Gregor. Uh, we have now determined that Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3 territories are are on a limited time basis almost flash event style uh and and i say flash event it's not as bad you know as flat you know as the seven minute flashes or the 15 minute flashes but you know a territory one or a tier one territory gregor is a 30 minute takeover window which is for all intents and purposes somewhat of a flash mechanic and, it, and it's kind of making a little bit more sense now as they've been grooming us to this um but at the same time at the same time, we appear to have multiple windows in order to be able to take this. Like, there are multiple territories, and from what I understand, there's going to be, you know, a, a staggering schedule, right? So, uh, you're not necessarily locked into playing, you know, only 30 minutes throughout the day. There's going to be some other stuff, uh, other time zones, other, other places for you to be able to come in. But I thought it was interesting to start here, because this kind of was one of the pieces of feedback that we sent back, Right was that, gosh, these events are a little bit short. Gregor, let me ask you your feedback on, uh, I, I'm going to call it a, a flash mechanic, so to speak, for these takeover windows, 30 minutes, 45, and 60 minutes. How do you feel about this? That sounds fine to me, especially if they stagger them. Because there's no solo leaderboard. So, yeah, you have to log in, but it's not like you have to log in 12 times a day. You're only going to be able to own so many t- territories. Well, so I, I don't think it has the same issues that that people complained about in the flash and the solo leaderboard flash events. Okay, well that's a good thing. I'm glad to hear that uh, because there were some players who were you know okay with this mechanic, but another mechanic that people were like, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I, I feel like the flash mechanic is kind of the one thing we've been complaining about. Even on the official Discord, people said that the flash mechanic was not what we wanted. Throw the flash mechanic away. And I, and I argue that I don't know that you can actually do that, okay? With this style of event, I, I kind of, you know, I, I listen, I'm, it's no secret that I've never been a huge opponent of the Flash mechanic. I understand why some people are, but I'm not a huge opponent of that mechanic, but I also have the flexibility to play a little bit more. Now, uh, Maztec says, listen, a staggered schedule lets one alliance dominate. Uh, that's that's possible, Maztec, but I think not as likely as you may think. All right. Now, guys, I will uh, obviously have to be cautious in a few things that I share. I've been briefed on a few additional things, uh, and so I'll, I'll hint to them as I can. But um, I, I will tell you, Maztec, that, that no one a lot. It, it's, it's impossible. Panic came on this show and said it's impossible. I've seen why Scopely is claiming it's impossible, and it is 1,000% impossible. Just straight up impossible okay cannot be done all right so uh and and i know that some people said challenge accepted gregor i'm sure your alliance is going to say challenge accepted i'm sure on server 15 think is going to say challenge accepted but it it it, you just can't yeah it can't be done okay i promise you it can't be done uh blokemon says so long as they pick realistic times for the time zone concern then it'll be okay 
you know, I, I don't disagree with that. From what I've been able to see, there's going to be takeovers all the time, all the time. And, uh, and so that may be another useful type of mechanic here is that, you know, players are going to be able to come in and, and do whatever. Devil's Advocate says, at the initial start, are all territories going to start at once? I sure hope not, because my goodness gracious, uh, the lag would be incredible. But because uh, I'm, I'm hearing whispers of some type of a schedule, I would imagine not. Okay, I would imagine not. Um, Blue Mandalorian says, is there different times for specific zones? Uh, I don't know that much detail yet, Blue. I, I haven't seen as much detail yet there. But, but for example, Snake Eyes just threw us a screenshot here where you know this particular takeover ends uh, in a couple of you know about twenty six minutes in that particular takeover. But there are other takeovers that you can that you can do and other systems that you can have. Panic also indicated when he was here that there were over what did he say, Snake Eyes? Like sixty some. He said over sixty some territories. Yeah, so a lot of territories, um, and we haven't yet seen this full map, okay? I would really love to see this map um, because I think that would actually – I think that would – for me, seeing the, the full map is going to help me understand it a little bit more because I think once we see uh, – and for the record, I haven't seen the full map, but I think once we see the full map, you guys are going to understand uh, why – a, line, a single one or two alliances just can't do it. You know, they just can't do it. Blokemon says, on the other hand, you cannot do this without PvP. I think that you're right. I think that you're right. Um, I will tell you this, guys, and, and here is maybe one slightly um, inappropriate hint. I'm probably going to release several of them today. Um, I have, in fact, seen test server footage. Uh, I have seen test server footage and let me tell you, it is magnificent looking, okay? Uh, Ripper says, you can't say that. No, it's just on the test server. Panic already told us they've been playing it on the test server. Um, the developers have been getting together. And by the way, I don't know. Did anybody... Uh, let me look here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go back to that Snake Eyes uh, screenshot that he just posted. This is also a screenshot from the test server, by the way. Um Panic plays in an alliance called the Dogs. Gregor, I don't know if you happen to notice this. Um, th- pretty much all of the developers are are housed into two alliances where the, when they're playing each other. There is a couple of accounts in like a, th- a third alliance um, just to kind of see you know how things play out and how things test out. But every battle that I've seen from the test server has been dogs versus cats, and it, it's actually really hmm. funny. I, I know silliness, but I think it's I think it's cute. Uh, I think it's funny. But I have seen the uh, the test server footage, and and it looks really good. Now, guys, I'll I'll tell you this. My I'll Ripper. I don't know how much I can say. I think I can say this. When I was watching the test server footage, all right, I'm literally seeing, I'm seeing a hundred ships all in a system all pvping chasing each other beating each other off of nodes i saw what this game is supposed to look like gregor we say all the time that that this game has in our mind what it's supposed to be right we see what war is supposed to look like we see what true pvp is supposed to look like uh i'm telling you man this video clip that i saw uh, and by the way, I will release this video clip on the day that the event launches. That way you guys can see. Um, 
Gregor, the, the video clip that I saw with all of these shit. And, and by the way, there could have been more than 100, uh, Clyde. Could have been more than 100. I, I'm ballparking. The system was daggone full. And you got to remember, this is only one system. I think one thing that we're going to talk about coming up here is that zones, territory zones, do consist of more than one system, folks. All right? When you go into a territory capture, you're not just capturing one system. All right. These are zones. These territory zones consist of one or more systems that you will have to fight in one or the other. If if an opponent maybe feels like they're losing in one system, they could sneak into the other one and you wouldn't know and they could still end up winning that territory. All right. Because we'll talk about the points mechanic coming up here in just a minute. Uh, But I'm telling you, Gregor, from what I saw in this video clip, I see hundred, maybe more ships duking it out i see no rubber banding i see no lag and i'm telling you i hope i hope that this game is capable of doing that on a live server because what I, I just i like the fact that that sounds like a lot of devs are playing it oh so yes really getting a feel for the content they're oh creating. yes oh yes the devs are playing it and and chick i know you say yeah but that's the dev server it's not real and that's kind of my point that's what i'm saying on the dev server it's not a live environment and if what i am seeing on the developer server is able to translate out into the real world then i am very very excited grudging sue says five bucks says it won't um i (laughs) i i've told you before i don't know okay i'm just not 100 percent sure uh i hope not (laughs) All right. I hope it presents exactly like I've seen, but um, I'm telling you the the mechanics look great. The PvP looks wonderful. It, it all looks very very good. But I am concerned. I am concerned. Scopely, you've trained me. You have trained me and your community to be concerned about lag. All right. So uh, yeah, I know Snake Eyes. He says hundreds of ships is not thousands of players on multiple servers. I get that. I fully understand that. All I'm telling you guys is. The way that this event is designed looks incredible. It looks really, really good. Okay, I hope that it translates that way. I swear I hope it does because it looks amazing. Blue says there's going to be thousands of ships in a single system. Fake news. One system can't hold thousands of ships. <laughs> it will cap out. Okay, It'll fill up. Um, but yeah, no one system can actually hold a thousand ships. That being said, whatever the cap is, if it's 350 or if it's 500 or whatever, it is still that is still going to tax the servers incredibly. And and you got to think what always happens, Gregor, what always happens on a crowded server at event launch? I mean, an event reset at 12 Eastern time when people when the events reset, what happens? What happens? People always rush to go start the event and that's when it's the worst. That's when it is absolutely the freaking worst. So um, I, uh, I worry. I worry a little bit. But again, design-wise, it looks super great. looks super great. Uh, let me go back to this article here. So we talked about the, the 30, 45, and 60-minute uh, takeover windows. Uh, once you start a takeover, somebody had asked me this question. Once you start a takeover, everybody receives a notification, just like an armada. Okay, Uh, your alliance has started a territory takeover or whatever. You're going to get that notification, um, and that way everybody knows. Okay, there's going to be a section of your game window uh, where your alliance management tools are, (laughs) or where they should be. (laughs) All right, that's going to be your embassy. Your embassy is going to give you a lot of this territory information and give you guys the uh, the information that you need there. 
All right. Now, uh, we've talked about this scoring. Okay. Scoring is is actually pretty simple. And I I agree. I agree, JB. Scoring is really simple. Um, Just score more points. Okay. You will not get points for killing ships in PvP. PvP is a side effect. Okay. PvP is is a way to, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to make myself the villain again today, Gregor. I'm going to go back to that discovery PvP event. And I'm going to say the following words. My having a Gladius there to protect my discovery allowed me to gain more points with the ships that were going to get points. Does that, rem- does that sound familiar to anybody? Anybody mm-hmm. remember me saying that? Okay. Um, anybody remember me saying that? I said that I was going to use my Gladius to protect my point getter so that I could score more points. Folks... A takeover is exactly the same way. You are going to have ships that are getting points, and you're going to have ships that are there to sweep enemies. Ships that are there to protect you from your enemies. All right? What you're going to have is two ways. Panic told us Panic told us this from the very beginning. Panic told us that there's going to be two ways to score points, the first of which is simply be in the system. Be in the system. Okay, that is going to get you one point every minute that the event is going on. So if it's a tier one territory, you got 30 minutes. That is going to get you one point just for being in the system. All right. Captain Planet says Turbo Rialtas, Turbo Vidars, Turbo Speed Ship. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But so to be on a capture node now, Panic didn't give us the point differential, but now he has. He didn't while he was on the show, but now he has. Uh, to be on a node is going to give you three additional points. Three additional points. So to be on a node, Gregor, you are actually going to get four points. Okay? Four points if you're on a node because you're getting one point for being in the system and three additional points for being on the capture node. Okay? Three additional points for being on the capture node. So an extra or a total of four points for each minute that you're in the system. All right? Which means that you would need four ships in the system to equal one player on a capture node. All right? That, it's, that's the simple math. All right? That's the simple math for the first two-thirds of the event anyway. All right? Now, the event does scale because let's say you got a little bit of a late start. Let's say you got a little bit of a late start, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing Overdrive. Okay? Overdrive. Um, was that mentioned? In <laughs> Whoops. Was that mentioned? Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Sorry, Ripper. <laughs> I, I, guys, I got two sets of information in my head right now. The information I can talk about and the information I can't talk about. But Overdrive, guys, during the last uh, third of the event, okay, all point values are tripled. All point values are tripled. Capsular nodes are tripled. Uh, being in the system, they're tripled. So if you are, are short on time or if you haven't gotten a, a head start, you can still make up some ground. If you get in there and you kill some ships and you get in there and you can outnumber your opponent in that last third, in that last 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, then you can still overtake the territory and win that system. Now, all right. Uh, let me see if if um, 
I, I do want to get okay. Here we go. So this is on that on that ship is on that uh, sheet as well. Let me read this, and I want to be very clear, Gregor, because I was able to clear up a little bit of confusion. Having ships in the system gives one point per minute for your alliance, but occupying a captured node gives your alliance three extra points per minute for a total of four per minute for that single ship. Now, folks, I need to be extremely abundantly clear about something, and and the way this reads is completely appropriate. Once your ship is in the system for one minute, then you get a point. Except it's slightly different than that. Your ship is not accumulating points per second or accumulating seconds. All right. The way that I understand this is you're going to have a timer. You're going to have a timer in the upper right-hand corner of, of the screen that is counting down your territory takeover. When that timer hits to the, to the even minute, when that timer rounds down to zero seconds, you got it, Karkin. Each minute, the points are awarded. My understanding is the way that I've seen points accumulate in this video, and I did, I, I could be wrong because the video was very, very brief and I tried to watch it, all right, is that if you got a ship in there at four seconds and then when it rolls down to zero, you're going to get a point for that ship. That is my understanding of the scoring mechanic. I could be wrong. You guys are going to have to test it when it, when it happens, but it's my understanding that you will earn points each minute, not necessarily for being there for a whole minute. Okay? Blokemon says disco in, disco out. I wouldn't disco out. I mean, I guess you could. That would be a complete waste of mycelium. All right? But that does present a mechanic for you guys to tinker with. If you are looking at warping in or this or that, I mean, listen, I don't think it's any secret, Gregor. Summons is going to be a huge part of this huge part of this okay i mean if you die are you gonna wait two three four five minutes for your ships to work back heck no you're gonna black alert back in all right hopefully your disco is still alive and you can summons in if not you'll black alert and then summons again not everybody has summons though not everybody has summons dj not everybody has summons well thank the good lord above that we still have flash events <laughs> that we still have spore drive components being given away. Folks, we saw it this past week outside of the ARC with no distinguished service, service solo leaderboard. Okay? No leaderboard. We saw just the burst events. And folks, I'm here to tell you, if you cannot compete in that event, I, I don't know what to say to you. I, I'm truly sorry for how busy you are in life. I mean, I understand this is a game of leisure. I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying if you are so busy that you are incapable of playing in one or two or three of these burst events in a day, then you probably don't have enough time to competitively play this game anyway. <laughs> All right? I mean, to play this game competitively takes a few hours a day. So, you know, please, please, please do your best. Please do your best. Uh, I'm with Crazy says, yeah, but only 100 Spore Drive components each day that the event rolls around is only going to be 150 days to accumulate the, the, the amount that is needed. I don't disagree with you, Crazy, but we've also seen 
dumps of those come in. We've seen dumps come with the battle pass. We've seen dumps come with other events. We've seen dumps with the discovery recruit tokens. Okay. So it's not, you know, a hundred a day. All right. It's significantly more than that. If you wanted to average it out, because there's, there's other ways that you're getting them. All right. Not to mention that we are presumably, I mean, gosh, we've been doing this since January 2020. Presumably, we're headed into another discovery arc. Hasn't been confirmed. All right. But all arcs, here's what we know. All arcs have always been at least three. And all arcs have always had an event store. That's what we know so far. We haven't yet had an arc three. We haven't yet had an event store, folks. All right. You do the math. I'm a believer in patterns. Okay? You do the math. All right? Um, so there you go. And just FYI, if anybody was actually tracking this, I'd be really, really curious to see your math. Uh, folks, I have only been doing the three chest pool in the Discovery Refinery. I know a lot of people are doing the six chest. Has anybody been mathing out the, the three chest? Because I genuinely do feel like my three chest is better. I've been doing the three chest pull for like the last month and I, and I really do genuinely feel like it's better. Maztec says that it is about 8% better on average. I don't know. I felt like mine's maybe been a little higher than that, but that could be, you know, Hey, 10%, if it's a 10% return on investment to do it a little bit slower, I'm cool with that. I mean, I, that I've been doing that. That's, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing the three chest pulls just to, just to see. And I'll tell you this, literally almost 100% of the time, almost 100% of the time I'm getting a minimum of 50 by doing the three chest pull. And there's other ways to get support drive components as well. All right. Last, last month's battle pass had what? Like 1,500 sport drive components in it? I mean, it was a lot, right? It was a lot. And then they had events and, and all this stuff. So, uh, guys... I told you when summons came around that I felt like this was a two to three month thing for you to get summons. All right. Now we haven't been two to three months yet. As a matter of fact, summons summons itself has only been around now for exactly a month. All right. So I wouldn't expect you to have summons yet. If you're doing this free to play, you should be getting very close throughout this next month. All right. I hope it could. You could be into your third month, but there's going to be. Listen, it was never supposed to be done inside a month. All right. It was never supposed to be done that way. So you you'll get there. And and, you know, listen, maybe maybe you don't want to spend three hundred dollars on buying all the sport drive components, but maybe you get pretty daggone close and you're thinking, hey, Gregor, I might be willing to spend 50 bucks just to push me over the edge. You know what I'm saying? I think I think something to remember, too, is territory capture is a forever thing. It's not a here and gone thing. So if you can't do it this month, next month. Well, and here's the thing. The game's all about improving your gameplay, doing things to make you better. Um, You, I think, would want to play Territory Capture uh, if it presents itself next month. And and listen, guys, I I will tell you this. All right, legally and technically, I'm going to tell you this. They have not given me a deployment date. I do not have a date. But as open and as, as... much as they have been talking about it, I have to assume that it is, it's got to be around the corner. Gregor, do you, is there any part of you that thinks that this could be a December launch, or do you feel in your bones that this is a November launch? I can't tell you that, DJ. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Somebody knows. <laughs> Somebody knows. I listen. I just cannot imagine that this is not ready to go. The developers are already playing it. Panic has done an interview and two blogs about this feature. I cannot imagine that they're going to push it off for three months. All right. Blow no, I think it'll be back. I'm just saying, like, whenever it comes out, it's going to be a forever thing, just like Armada's in the game, right? So if you can't use the summons feature in the first month it's out, it'll be there next month. That's and true. people aren't going to keep these territories forever. So it's just... It's a time cycle thing, you know. That's true. That's true. Snake Eyes, I, I kind of like your perspective on this. Snake Eyes says territories is the separate PvP zones that everyone's been crying for. If you don't like PvP, this event may not be for you. And, uh, you know, or you'll be, not be online and active during the takeover times, and that's okay. You're going to have plenty of notice when these times are, okay? The, the embassy in the game... Uh, the embassy, from what I understand, is going to give you every takeover time available for every zone. Like, all you got to do is click on it, guys. All right? Um, now, I would imagine, Gregor, that when this does first launch, there is going to be a tremendous number of people going and exploring all these systems. All right? I, I, I personally recommend it. Um, actually, maybe I won't. It's fog of war. What's the point in discovering a system? You can't see in it anyway. Right? Yeah, not, just looking at the bonuses, I think, will be the value, right? Seeing what you want to strategize towards. I wonder if that information is going to be available in the embassy or if you have to fly to the zone to, to see that. Uh, I would hope they would make it available outside in the Galaxy View, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. That would be really interesting because, yeah, that's what I'm interested in. I want to see the list of, uh, of services that are available. So, <clears throat> Truck and Chick says, wait, the embassy like a new building? No, not a new building. The embassy is going to be listed, uh, it, it, obviously, presumably, you know, when this happens, we're probably going to see an update. We'll probably see a client update as well because the embassy, I think, is going to be built into the same area where your, where your alliance stuff is. So, <clears throat> let's see, Snake Eyes posted a picture. Yeah, there's the embassy, and it showed, yeah, there, okay, there you go. Thank you. Snake Eyes just, just proved it. You can see the, the services available through that takeover, when the next takeover is, uh, and that's all done through the embassy. And that embassy uh, is just going to be a screen, probably very simple, like, you know, next to, like, the Armada section. Ripper agrees. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking, as soon as I said it, Ripper, I kind of backtracked that. There's no sense in exploring it because they're all protected by fog of war. So absolutely, you know, no necessary need to really do that. Unless... You know, Wham says, hey, knowing where the nodes are and how many per area could be pretty valuable information. Yeah, strategy. Strategy. There you go. I'm a crazy said the same thing. Scout which systems have what number of capture nodes. Prioritize which systems give the best chance to capture the entire territory. Know, for example, how many players to devote to each system. If one system has 12 capture nodes and another only has four. cars will have all that. L cars will probably have most of that, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But again, there's no there's no substitute. Not that I'm knocking Elcars. Elcars is going to be a great tool. I bet you. I bet you Elcars queries doubles when this arc finally launches. He told us that he did fifty thousand in a week uh, a couple of weeks ago. I bet it doubles when this feature comes out. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, you know, some people are going to want to just get out there and, and take a look and feel it around a little bit. So uh, I think that that would be uh, that that would be a very very good thing. All right. Um, 
let's see what else do we got here so uh we talked about the timing we've talked about overdrive all right let's uh let's go through a couple of these uh faqs because this is where i found a couple of nuggets uh if i pay the takeover fee can my alliance capture any zone you want so of course this one is very simple on you know on day one level one like when you first start the event you can only start with a tier one you can't go straight to a tier two or tier three you got to start with a tier one then from there folks all right. You can do takeovers, but only in adjacent zones. Okay. And when I say an adjacent zone, you know, that's not even, it's almost not the right terminology, but it's not even technically an adjacent zone. It's an adjacent zone with a direct warp path. All right. And Scopely even puts that in here. Zones are considered adjacent if there's a direct warp path between the systems, which also tells me, folks, that there are going to be a few paths through this space that no doubt, invariably, Gregor, your alliance is going to intersect another alliance at some point. Okay. For sure. Yeah, your alliance is definitely going to intersect another alliance at some point. There are going to be great battles over territories. There will be because your... Let's think about this for a second. If your alliance has mapped a path to what you feel is the best territory that you, that you want to capture and hold... All right. And another alliance is going to intersect your path. All right. Then you guys are going to have to duke it out. And if you lose, you're going to have to come up with a new plan to get to your desired territory, a new path, or scrap your plans and start all over again. All right. Uh, but aren't the plans scrapped when the thing resets? Or do these territories hold until they're taken from you? So, okay. Good question. Territories are going to be held for uh, i think panic uh, indicated a week all right they're going to be held for x period of time during that x period of time it's yours it cannot be taken but at the next scheduled takeover obviously your alliance can be challenged now guys i i want to draw attention to this panic said on the show that he didn't feel like defending a territory was the right terminology i disagree I disagree with that because um i believe hold on let me look and see ripper has this been released yet <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't. I don't see it. I may not be able to say this part of it yet. Well, he did say on the last show that only people that own the territory can reload into it, but you won't be able to pop a peace shield if you no longer have control of the territory. But you will have, you will have system uh, s- system reachability advantage to the zone if you keep your station in the system. I would think. Well, of course, yeah, and and you can yeah. you can reload into a to a system that you're already there for. But I'm t- I'm here to tell you, um, it, let's pretend that the takeover window is seven days. Okay, that's a long time for me to stay in a system when I can't bubble. You know what I'm saying, Gregor? You could do that. All right, you could go and leave your base in a hostile territory and not bubble. But ninety nine percent of the rest of the game cannot do that. So. Um, Having your base in a hostile territory is a terrible, terrible idea. You need to get the heck out of Dodge. Okay, you need to scoot and get on out of there. All right. But basically, every week we're going to have to start our paths over. No, is what you're saying, and then we have to retrace. No, you're not going to have to start your path over. But that's why you're going to have to defend that territory. All right, you're going to have to defend. No, but if, that if territory. it resets and it gets cleared once a week, they right? don't all reset. We, at the we same can only. Time. They do not all reset at the same time. Okay. Um, like I said, they're they're going to be staggered. 
Sorry, guys. I'm just reading through these notes. I'm getting I'm getting my head crossed over something that I can't I can't really talk about. You know what? I, I'll give you this hint. I don't, I don't know, Ripper. <laughs> I don't think that I don't. Uh, uh, what? Well, guys, I know. Obviously, you say just say it. There's certain things I'm allowed to say at this point. We know a little bit more, but I'm I'm trying to determine if this is a, a super huge deal. Um, what do you want to talk say about? Say it to me, and then I'll say it, and it's like you didn't say it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm reading this website again. You just said website. <gasps> There's a website? No, I'm, no, I'm reading the website that Panic published to see if it's in oh. here, if I can actually read it out loud or not. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. To talk about, I don't so. see it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. All right? I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> Uh, because I, I don't think that it's, it's that huge of a deal and it gives you an idea about the mechanic, all right? Um, when you take over a territory, <laughs> Farty and Ripper are both holding their breath right now. When you take over a territory, it's been known since the beginning that you got to pay the entry fee. you got to pay the what we've been calling it a takeover coin, all right? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Twab. That's where I was going. Okay, I feel better now. When you so when the takeover period ends, when your when your time ends, okay, then you are automatically entered into the takeover for that system again. So if you own territory A, all right, and let's say that the takeover the, the, that you get to keep it for three days. At the end of the three days, when the next takeover is scheduled to occur, all right, you're automatically entered without having to pay another entry fee to protect that territory. So I do believe that defend is the right word. Panic said you're not defending. You're starting all over. And I kind of agree, but I disagree at the same time. You're not starting all over because it's your territory. You've got bases there. You've been mining there. You have already paid the takeover fee, and that's your territory. You may have already paid for services in that territory. It's yours. You must defend it. All right? Because what happens... Uh, let's let's fast forward. Let's pretend that you've got three territories. All right. Let's pretend you've got three territories and uh, you lose a territory that's in the middle. All right. What happens then? And uh, to be fair with you, 100 percent honest, I'm not 100 percent sure what does happen there. Do you have to bridge the gap? Can you keep going and you leave the, the first territory down at the bottom as an island? Okay, it is de- yeah. it is defense, guys. You are going to have to listen. Once you win a territory, you better be you better be planning ahead for the next takeover window of that territory because you've got to defend it. You have to, okay? Because otherwise, you're going to start you're going to start over or or lose that territory, and that territory may be key to your path to the territory you ultimately want to get to. All right. Stevens Aaron says, think of them as stepping stones. Okay. Very much like stepping stones. You've got to have your path. At the very least, even if they let you continue on from the third territory, you've lost the services from the first territory and the second territory. I I can't imagine they're going to let you keep services for a territory that's not connected. Right. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But if all of a sudden the United States was to enter into war and just California was separated, all right, California needs the United States. The United States needs California, all right? We need to rebridge that gap if we want them back. You understand? Dunkirk. <clears throat> Truck and Chick says, does it show who was contesting? Yes, it does. 
Yes, it does. Snake Eyes also points out an interesting mechanic. Let's say that your alliance has now captured the maximum number of territories that you're allowed to hold, and you can't go forward. What do you do then? You actually give one up. All right, but again, do you give up the one in the middle? Probably not. You're going to give up the earliest one. You want to keep your territory contiguous. All right, that way you can you can mine all those systems. You can move back and forth easily and safely through those systems. I say safely. That's not true either. Anybody can fly into any system and kill anybody. All right, but nonetheless, you still own that territory, and you can so mine what you and get do the services. Is you contest every territory there is, and they won't know what you're attacking. <laughs> if your alliance is not, is wealthy enough for those takeover coins to be able to do that, then there you go. Truck and Chick says, if, if there's alliance, a hub zone that you can connect to, like if there's a zone that you could branch out from in multiple directions from well, your that, adjacent. And that's, yeah, that's where the warp paths are going to become very, very essential here. I, I think, I mean, honest to goodness, my personal belief is when I do finally get a look at the map, all right, uh, when I get to see the full map with all the names and everything, I'm going to start looking at paths. I'm going to start looking at services. I'm going to start looking at, you know, tier one, tier two, and tier three and seeing what the, what the right path is. Okay? So, yeah, this is going to matter. This is probably, Gregor, the most strategic event expansion that Scopely has ever created. At least that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Yeah, a like. lot of people have, have made the analogy to risk, right? Yes. It does seem like growing your like territory. That. Growing you, your territory. And you would think the you would start with... You guys are all going to want to start on the opposite sides of the boards. Well, and, I, and I was going to say, is probably, you probably want to start with, with plotting backwards, right? The territory you want the most and then plotting your path backwards. Well, therein lies my hint for the day, Gregor. Thank you so much for perfectly segueing into what I'm going to reveal to you that is a complete secret. See, now, you know what? I moved this studio. Something crazy is going on. So where I moved the studio, obviously something has definitely gone awry in here. That's, that is for sure. And it's not good. You guys ever get a phone oh, got it. All right, I got it. Start talking about other stuff before they start talking to you about what they called about. Sorry. No, I just hang up. A <laughs> small talk or like completely main other subject? Yeah, like they're talking to somebody else and they call you and they continue the conversation with somebody else. Yeah, like, they don't just uh, hang up. Sorry. All right, are we ready? Are we good to go back? Okay. Good. Um, we've been waiting an hour. Sorry. Gregor, thank you. Perfect segue after the nice edit there. <laughs> All right, so this leads me into my hint today. These territories, these territories are absolutely going to matter. Gregor, you had specifically mentioned, you specifically mentioned mapping your territory from the end point and coming back. You mentioned mapping your territory from the destination point and coming back. But what if, Gregor, what if your destination point would also change? What if you needed a system to go and get what was in that system or to get that service or to get that material folks don't forget panic said on this show that there were going to be certain systems certain territories that contained certain materials so gregor if territory a contains material a then sure you can go and own that territory 
But you can't just focus on material A. You also need material B, but it's not in your territory. So you're going to have to go and get material B, which means eventually you're either going to have to adjacently territory capture over to get to material B, or you're going to have to start backing up, you know, hold on to territory A for a week or two or three, bank up what you need, and then abandon some and start over, right? Let's talk about what is going to be available in a couple of these systems, all right. And when I say what's going to be available, um, I'm going to not tell you all of the brand new materials. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to say that mixed into these systems will be exclusive benefits for ownership mining. All right. We've already talked about um, you being the only one that's able to mine in your system. Right now, FYI, ships can still come in, still steal your cargo, still hit your ships. They just can't mine your stuff. All right. But in addition to the new materials, we are going to have we are going to have existing materials as well. All right. Because what are the materials that we need in the game still, Gregor? That's never going away. You still need crystal ore and gas and contained within these system, folks. Contained within these systems are going to be additional material raw resource nodes. Okay. Uh, no, I wish we were mining uncommons. Not quite there yet. But you are going to see additional nodes, and this is your approved authorized hint for the week. These nodes that are mixed in with these new materials in these systems are going to be redonkulously fast. Stupid fast. So stupid, in fact. So stupid, in fact, that they, Gregor, have maybe heard what we have started to talk about with base values. And folks, I'm here to tell you, how about you take the mining speed of your Horizon or your Envoy or your Faction Miner and you straight up double it. Because yes, folks, in select systems... In select systems, the base values have been doubled. Doubled. All right. Now, in some systems, it is still 1.5. Okay. Guys, just real quick. Just real quick. Does anybody know what the base value of G3 crystal is? It's 300 an hour, right? You guys know that. The base value is 300 an hour. Well, the base value has been increased in select systems to one uh, to 450. And the base value in select systems has been increased to 600. All right. And Gregor, your hint doesn't stop there. I have one more hint for you. It deserves a bet. It deserves music all its own. Blokemon says it's a shame I don't mind. This is the hint today. Sorry, this is what you get. All right. This is what you get today. Uh, Maztec says, can you mine a system nobody owns? No, sir. You must own it. All right. Uh, in addition to the crystal, gas, and ore, and these new materials that you're going to be able to mine at maybe a 150% boost or maybe a 200% boost, okay? Uh, Gregor, how would you feel? <clears throat> let's, let's get one thing out of the way, folks. Does anybody know the warp range for every one of these systems? Anybody at all? It's warp 20, right? Warp 20 Ooh. for every system. No matter what, tier 3, tier 1, it doesn't matter. It's warp 20. 
meaning that almost any player can come and play. Okay, they you can get level fifteens in there to play. So, Gregor, how would your server react? Because <laughs> I know how server fifteen would react. How would server eight react if you found a level fifteen ops player mining G four material? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, contained within the uh, the territory capture systems will be raw G4 nodes. And folks, if anybody at Warp 20 can get to them, then now your server has something new to discuss. Grudging Sue says, ooh, whales are going to be so upset. I don't know. Will they be? But there's no PvP band, so it doesn't matter. No PvP banding, so it does not matter. But, folks, what I'm here to tell you, all right, is that this, for the miners in the game, now you actually have motivation to participate in the PvP event. Folks, Gregor, we joked, right? We said Scopely needs to do something to get the PvPers uh, to, you know, their event, but get the PvEers out. Well, I don't know. What about double speed G4 nodes? Is that going to get the miners out? There's going to be G4 nodes in territory. G4 nodes will exist in territories. Wow. Wow. That's cool. That is cool. Guys, that puts a whole new strategy on Latinum Mining Mondays. I mean, really, right? Doesn't it? If now holding a system that contains G3 or G4, even if you can't use it, even if you're a level 30 and you're not going to use G4 for the next two years, you can score double points on Monday. Okay? Max says, how about this? Now you can start working on your rep and not have to wait to 40 plus because before you, your dailies change at 20 or 30 million. To make you mine G4. Your alliance still has to own the system. Though. Your alliance still has to own the system. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And when you can refine it, the minimum refine is 100k, guys, for G4. So, yeah, yeah you're going to so burn you, through whatever you're you going to. You're going to want it, okay? Now, T. Brem says, who cares about mining G4? I mine it regularly as an Ops 41 player. I see no benefit here. Okay, cool. All right. It's going to benefit a lot of players in the upper 30s who are getting ready to start working on their jelly. All right. It's going to benefit a lot of players who maybe just want the points. All right, in Latinum mining for your alliance, how much of an uh, how much of an edge is your alliance going to have if you're holding a G4 territory capture? All right, you're going to get more points. All right, forget about it. Says there's going to be a finite number of nodes. Absolutely, it's not going to be. I mean, there's not going to be hundreds. All right, it's going to be a limited number. But I'm here to tell you, they exist and more than one system. More than one system. All right. And Jayberg says, yeah, double speed, not an advantage in your mind. All right. Double speed. I, I kind of think that that's awesome. I mean, again, it totally changes the mechanic of a mining event. Like if you're going to come, if you're going to mine competitively and that changes that mechanic all, all completely. All right. But not only that, just the, the speed in which you can acquire those resources. Gregor, I know you don't have this problem. You've got millions and millions and millions. Me, for example, we've had this conversation. I personally am not ready to start refining G4 because I can't mine it fast enough. 
Yeah, you said it cost 100000 raw for a single refine. All right, I'm not there yet, folks. Mining at double speed. All right, mining at double speed. That's going to help me out. That's going to help me out. So, folks, there is your hint today as you start thinking, as you start looking, uh, when, the, uh, when the information becomes available during whenever the maintenance comes and the event is launched, I would imagine, I would imagine, Fartasia, that LCARS is going to get very, very busy. I imagine, oh, wait, Snake Eye says, does that mean you have to active mine? All right, beta, beta Biomed says depends on how big the nodes. If they're like data nodes, it's terrible. Well, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll tell you this as well. They, the G4 nodes are bigger than the nodes in the Warp 75 hub. All right, they're probably not as big as like the Warp 120, okay? But they are bigger than a full node in the Warp 75 hub. Jayberg says that must mean they're larger than 100,000. You're correct, sir. You are correct. And therein lies your hint for the day, scopely sanctioned and approved. It's not 101, Clyde. <laughs> and Clyde says it's going to be 101. No, no, it's not going to be 101. Folks, Even if it is, that's still a better deal because you're mining it twice as fast. You're mining it twice as fast, and that's definitely not active mining, okay? I mean, you're not having to refresh it every 10 seconds. That is still something you can set and forget for a little bit, okay? So uh, <laughs> you guys are being funny now, but there you go. There is your scopely sanctioned stamped of approval hint for today and why again yet another benefit of territory capture presents itself we're going to take a quick break everybody when i return we have more to talk about more to talk about in panic's announcement and i want to start getting your ideas how is your alliance preparing what is your strategy of gameplay some people may not want to come in here and talk about it <laughs> maybe some people are going to start strategizing and scheming but hopefully some of you guys are willing to share some of your thought process and we're going to talk about it coming up right after the break my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast we'll be back in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from hagen dogs the frankfurters with the ice cream center and now great moments in campaign history all across the country i've found the people yearning for hope read my lips no new I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. What the hell did he spend all that money on the plastic surgery if he's going to cover it up with a mask? Seriously. The voting may be over, but the deals are just getting started at the Trump campaign leftover warehouse, where we've got fantastic deals on things the campaign never used at rallies, like masks and social distancing markers. Because nobody's ever had crowds like Trump has had. The Trump campaign leftover warehouse also has thousands of unused fact checkers and scientific briefings that have never been read. Because our leaders are stupid. Unlike the Biden campaign warehouse, we accept American money and not Ukrainian. Where's Hunter? Other websites will offer you knockoff hats and t-shirts that were made in China. But the Trump campaign leftover warehouse has genuine hats and t-shirts that were made in China. I love China. The Trump campaign leftover warehouse because elections come and go, but good deals last a lifetime. Look, you gotta make deals.
try it. I love this song. I actually, I started thinking about this song during during all the, the hubbub this week, Gregor. And I started off and said, you know what? It'd be funny. I'm going to use that song on the podcast. Just, I mean, regardless. I mean, I thought about this like three days ago. Regardless of what happens, I'm going to play that song and just see if it was going to be, you know, prophetical or, or not. It didn't end up being, you know, a prophecy. But nonetheless. I like the song. <laughs> riots. We didn't get any. We didn't get any riots. We've got a lot of peaceful protests. I don't think we've had any rioting, right? Boy, you should be to Arizona then. Uh, oh, is Arizona rioting? <laughs> Are they rioting in Arizona? No. I don't know about rioting, but mm. definitely exercising their Second Amendment rights. <laughs> there you go. I uh, well, yeah. We don't need to talk about all that. Uh, I was I was going to get into a side piece conversation. I don't want to get into that. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Your mics are potted back up. And, folks, uh, absolute chaos. Your minds look a little bit blown right now. Let me go through the chats, and uh, let's ask a couple of questions here that you guys have posed in chat. Um, so, Jove says, uh, these uh, territory services... All right. Are these going to be available just in the in the zone or if they're going to be available all over the place? Okay, I would imagine that these uh, some of them are going to have to be outside like we've we've looked at, you know, uh, PVP. All right. That could, of course, could be in, you know, so forth and so on. And and somebody you know what? Um, I need to probably take one second. I need to pull up Panic's other announcement because apparently did he make two? He made two. Was there a third one? Because you guys are showing me a couple of screenshots of stuff that I can't remember if I've read or not. <laughs> so I want to go back and look. Let's see here. Let me open this one up as well. Um, this is the one that he did, the territory capture update that was published on October 29th. Uh, let's see. We're talking about the takeovers. We're talking about the capture nodes, buffs, and services. Here we go. Services available in each zone can only be activated by the alliance that owns the zone. Higher tier zones going to have more valuable services. The services available in each zone could change over time. Each set uh, or each tier will have its own set of services that can be viewed from the embassy. All right, so uh, there, there's that information about the services and the buffs and, of course, information not yet available on how these are going to be applied, Gregor. You and I had postulated a theory, especially after uh, the show that we did when we were a little bit worried about research, right? We, were at, we, were, we actually talked about the effects of these territory buffs and whether or not they were going to be significant or whether or not they were going to be minute. All right. Um, And so here, Snake Eyes is showing here that the services are available just in that zone. Where does that say that? Let me see. We're introducing a new tier system. I think some of them specifically are only available in that zone. That would make sense. That would make sense. Some of them. Yeah, because that was kind of what I was thinking is that some of them were going to be available inside the zone, but others, I mean, just by their nature, were going to have to be available outside the zone. Uh, For example, let's look at the picture that uh, Snake Eyes just showed. And yeah, you can see this service in Omega Zone is 100% boost to shield health points in zone. All right. That is a zone specific service. All right. But there are apparently other services that may be available outside. If they're specifying it to work in zone, all right, then it can work out of zone with other areas, okay, or with other services. 
So uh, I believe that uh, that we're going to have that. Job says, I'm not sure if you have resource nodes in the zones, only capture nodes. Now listen to what I said, okay? Some of these systems are going to have new materials as well as existing materials, okay? We just talked about the whole G4 thing, right? Some of these systems, and, and we already know from Panic that there are going to be new resources and new materials available in these systems that are available to mine as well, okay? Now, I, um, I wanted to take a second and look specifically at the officer card for the Tribble because... I was curious. I was concerned because the Tribble was an officer that was released in, you know, a while ago when we didn't have these new materials in the game. So are they going to be uh, affected by the Tribble? All right. Uh, based on what I see, and I'm sure Ripper and Farty would agree, Gregor, I believe that the Tribble will still impact these new materials, at least with the officer ability. The officer ability reads that the mining speed of the ship is increased. It doesn't say anything about a material. doesn't say anything about what types of things that it can mine, which is why I can mine data and why I can mine latinum so effectively. It is increasing the mining speed of the ship. So depending on what ship you're using, then you're going to be able to use the 10 of 10 officer to also increase your mining speed of these new systems, okay, or of these new materials. This popping and clicking is absolutely driving me bonkers. You guys can't hear it. It is driving me insane. It is clicking in my ear. All right. Uh, Let's see. Chala says, uncommon crystal nodes asked and answered, my friend. No. Uh, NCC says, can anyone in the Alliance start a takeover or only Alliance leaders? Uh, Commodores and higher, I believe, is what, uh, is what we have been told. Let's look here real quick in the frequently asked questions. And again, I'm sorry, a lot of this stuff that I'm covering today, you guys have already been able to read, but I did want to dive into it. I want to be able to talk about it a little bit and, and see what you guys are thinking. And, uh, and I'll be able to answer a few questions if, uh, if I'm able to. Uh, trying to scroll through this thing. I, I, here it is. Yeah. Um, you will not start scoring or gaining points until your Admiral or Commodore clicks to join an active takeover on that zone's embassy. All right. So Commodores and higher will be able to start these takeovers uh, or at least be able to pay the currency. All right. Be able to pay the currency to get in. So once that happens, then um, you will be able to go in and start scoring points. If a Commodore or higher doesn't start the takeover and you guys go in, then you're not getting points. You're not getting points. All right. Uh, Blokemon says, can we ask about the mapping of tier to alliance level? That uh, has not... uh, What what do you mean? Like the tier... You're talking about uh, can, for example, a low-level alliance be able to get a Tier 3 zone? Yes, uh, as far as I can tell. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to unless you're just going to get beat out by a different alliance, but I have not seen anything that's going to prohibit any alliance from capturing any territory. All right. Boy, Snake Eyes, you are on it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, The tier system uh, is introducing the types of territories that can be captured. There's limits to how many zones an alliance uh, can control, which is increased with the alliance level. This ensures that no alliance can own the entire galaxy. 
Um, but this will allow alliances to choose, uh, choose which tier of system and which system specifically they want to focus on, take over, and then defend. So uh, reading that, and again, Snake Eyes, thank you for being so on point today. You are doing a massively wonderful job. The territories by tier are not limited to alliance, but the size or level of your alliance is going to determine how many territories you can actually own. Okay? There you go. Daytrade says, does someone else have to join to start the takeover, or could it be solo? Uh, first of all, I don't think that you could ever win as a solo player, okay? Unless you're on server 192. Uh, <laughs> okay, you could never win as a solo player, but a Commodore or Admiral must start the takeover, okay? That has to be done. Uh, Truck and Chick says, so no game mechanic to prevent a takeover, just alliance strength. I don't think of strength, no. I'm not going to say that it's only strength. I'm going to say it's your alliance activity and your alliance strategy. All right. Let's talk about this here for a second, guys. Let's pretend it's only you and one other alliance. You and one other alliance who are going to go head-to-head for Territory 1, Day 1. Okay? Um, in my mind, you know, depending on the system that you're going for, or systems, by the way, depending on the zone you're going for, because there's going to be more than one system, depending on which one you're going for, I would imagine that you're going to need, you know, to divvy up responsibility. You know, you're going to need group A, for example, to be in system A and group B to be in system B. All right. Then inside group A, you're going to need two designations. You're going to need a couple of your larger players to maybe potentially sit on a node, on a capture node. Yes, squad leaders. I like that, Snake Eyes. You're going to have two teams, one for each system. And then inside that system, you're going to have a squad leader. All right. Who's going to divvy up the responsibilities. Gregor, I want you sitting with the pylum on this capture note. <laughs> All right, because ain't nobody going to take you off of it. Gregor, while you're at it, bring down I, your... I actually wonder if engaging the ship on the note interrupts the mining. Like, probably, huh? Like, just like a normal mining. Thing. Maybe if you did it right as the timer went over. Oh, man. What, be buggy, right? Right? Oh, what a mechanic. You're stealing my ideas. What a mechanic tag somebody on a node just as the timer's getting ready to hit zero because yeah guys they're not mining anything they're just on the node but if they're in battle see if they're in battle i would suppose that they're going to get credit for being in the system but they may not get credit for being on the capture node that's a really good idea see nuggets of intelligence on the talking trek show all right. So, yeah, that would be a really interesting mechanic to explore, Gregor. If somebody is getting attacked, you know, and guys, test it out. On day one, test it out. See what happens. All right. If that level 15, and again, I love it. I love it. All right. Because it evens the playing field. Let's pretend for a second that that mechanic is real, Gregor. That means a level 15 can come in and, and suicide against your ship. Right as the timer's getting ready to cycle, and you only get one point instead of four. That was kind of my point. Yeah, like it could be really detrimental. I, I wonder if they'll. Uh, you say detrimental. I call it. Stra- I call it strategery. All right. I think that this entire this entire uh, event is wildly strategic. You got to think it out. You got to map your way. And folks, by the way, listen. Don't just map one. Don't just map one. Uh, path to the territory destination system that you want, you probably need to have two or three different ways to go. Dunk says, war will ensue. Uh, That's probably the exact point, Dunk. 
the territory capture is PvP. Nothing else. Nothing else. This is PvP at its finest. Okay? Bring on the PvP. Now, it's going to be up to your servers to determine, you know, what you guys are going to do, you know, on your servers as far as ROE or, or this or that. I would encourage you. I would encourage you to not overregulate territory capture. I would strongly encourage you to enjoy what it was designed for, which is that this is the PvP zone that PvPers have been yelling for and that the PvEers have been wanting to shuffle us into since the game started. Except the PvEers have a reason to play. All right. Devil's Advocate says, what's the diplomacy option? Ah, sure, there's there's diplomatic solutions here. Absolutely. Trading, taking turns, you know, sharing your sharing your notes so you don't interfere with each other, you know, not allowing somebody to come and challenge a takeover if they've only owned it for, you know, two cycles or or giving people a five minute notice on knocking them off a capture note or something stupid. All right. <laughs> I say stupid, but I, I don't really mean it. I mean, I do feel uh, I've already opened my mouth on that one. Guys, people are going to do that. All Stevens Aaron says, don't give him ideas. Folks, people are going to do this. All right. Mark my words. Somebody somewhere is going to do this. Big country says, huh? So your strategy is okay, but the other is not. That's why I said open mouth, insert foot, big country. I, d- I didn't mean to say it was stupid. Honestly, I, I, I personally feel it's stupid. All right. But it's not wrong. All right. I personally feel it's stupid, but it's not wrong. Different servers are going to play this different ways. All right. Some servers, it's going to be an all-out kill fest. All right. But some servers, guys, some servers rotate on who gets to win the jelly event, for God's sakes. All right. Honest to God, it is a real thing. People take turns winning the jelly event. All right. That would never fly on my server. Oh, I'm going to try and break the oh, capture no. as soon as it comes out. I, I, I like know one server that would fly well in these systems. I didn't catch most of that. And at A15, I know at least one server that will try rope in all these new territories, and it's not going to be server 15. 15, no. 15's looking forward to this. 15, 15 is, it, 15's looking forward to this. All right, we are. And by the way, nobody's uh, talking about war. The top five are. Nobody's talking about war. No, not even the top five. I talked to a rank 12 alliance today today and they're excited about it now do they think that they're going to come in and compete you know with think for example on the best territory in the game probably not but they can still capture territories they can still improve their footprint they can still get the services they can still get the high speed mining nodes all right guys panic told us over 60 territories all right, that is plenty enough for every decent alliance on your server to hold more than one. Okay, just saying. Devil's Advocate says, but you're always at war. Not the server. No, that's fake news. <laughs> my alliance <laughs> is always at war, but my alliance, uh, that's the way we play. Our server is not always in constant war, but it is an active server, and, and, we, this, do, and we do believe in PvP. This will, offer, this will offer another avenue for war. I'm going to cut off your territories. You ain't going nowhere. Wow. 
Wow, man. Yeah, think about that. If you wanted to mess somebody up, all right, you can kill their miners all the live long day. How about you interrupt their territory path? Because what if that path, what if that particular territory had a reset timer of 10 days? (laughs) You just interrupted their flow of operations for 10 days. I'm uh, guys, there's a lot, there's a lot that can happen here. All right. Which is why this is such a massive update and why, why I've got everything that can be crossed, crossed, I got fingers crossed, I got toes crossed, I got my eyes crossed. I got everything crossed that can be crossed that this goes well. <laughs> Gregor, I am, I am so scared of, of a substandard deployment. I'm so scared of it. The lag. It, it my, won't be, buddy. My number, my number one fear is lag. I hate to keep coming back to this, but my, ne- my number one fear is lag. Big Country says, I thought every territory was once a week. Has that been, has that been released yet? Again, folks, <laughs> I, I can't remember what's real and what's not. It was uh, said uh, on a one-week cadence. Panic said it. That's right. He did. He said a one week, a one week cadence. But I mean, that could be an average. It could be four days. Could be seven days. Could be nine days. We don't exactly know yet. We don't exactly know yet. So uh, anyway, yeah, you're right, Chala. Plus, like my, I'm, I'm like my brain is seizing right now because I keep hearing this clicking sound. Like, <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Oh, all right. Bombastic says, as long uh, as long as the players. They will not have the most wanted uh, resources in the game in this event. They will not be bothering. Uh, they will not be bothered as much, I think, is what Bombastic is saying. So maybe you're saying that if an alliance takes a territory that might be considered less desirable, then you know there might not be a, a, as much battling or PvP or war over it. And you're probably right, which is going to be my advice. And I know this is going to sound weird to some players, and I don't mean for it to be. I'm being practical. Guys, there are some alliances that are ranked 15 in power that can compete with the number one alliance on your server. You need warm bodies. You need warm bodies if you want to do this event super successfully, amazingly well. All right? But Dunk is right. Take what you can get. If you feel like you don't have the numbers, if you feel like you don't have the activity, if you feel like you don't have the strategy yet, all right, if you feel like you're not ready to go and compete for the number one territory, then take something because something is better than nothing. Okay? Something is better than nothing. So, so take a look at it. Take a good hard look and determine what, as leadership, by the way, as leadership, you need to determine how you want to go about this. Okay? How you want to go about it. All right? Now, Big Country says, DJ, just for your information, the clicking is there. We all planned ahead of time to pretend it wasn't to mess with your head. Uh, <laughs> please. It's messing. It is. It is messing with my head. Uh, it's driving me nuts. All right. Let's see. Do we have? Yeah, activity is key. I agree. You know what? I, listen, here's what I want to do. Uh, how long have we been on? We've been on about an hour and a half. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our final break. We're going to come back uh, because I, I didn't quite get into everything that I wanted to during this segment, but, uh, but I'm trying to remember uh, what I can say and what I can't say, okay? So I've given you guys my uh, official Scopely secret for today. I do want you guys uh, to come back 
and we'll do some rapid fire questions. I will answer for you what I can. Um, maybe just about five or seven minutes or so, and then we'll play a game. We'll give away some spore drive components, which appear to be getting ever more important. All right. Um, these spore drive components are becoming more and more valuable as we see the applications for these uh, spore drive components become more and more relevant. We'll take a very quick break. And when we return, I will answer your questions. Plus, we will play a game and we are a few days behind on spam. It will do spam it as well. Uh, by the way, uh, I well, I'll do this right after the break. I'll do it right after the break here. We're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll get ready to wrap up the show. And I'll give you all the information that I can. Uh, you guys get your questions ready, and we'll answer them coming up on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Not Very Hungry Man Dinners, the frozen entrees with wimpy-sized portions that, frankly, aren't very appetizing. Are you having trouble sleeping and staying sober because of politics? Ask your doctor about Election Off, the pill that stops you from following the presidential race. I was screaming at strangers on Facebook for nine hours a night. Election Off gave me the confidence to stop posting angry memes and go to bed. Watching the results come in gave me so much anxiety, I couldn't stop drinking. My Uber passengers hated it. Election Off is an FDA-approved brain stimulant that makes you forget the race quicker than Joe Biden forgets what city he's in. I was climbing a giant water tower to spray paint Trump forever. But then my friend gave me Election Off and calmed me down. Don't fight with people you care about over politicians that don't care about you. Get Election Off, the drug everyone can vote for. Warning, conservatives who've taken Election Off experience side effects including wearing masks and putting less flags on their cars. Liberals experience lower rates of lecturing strangers and the ability to take a joke.
welcome everybody. It is the final countdown. <laughs> Oh, yes. Welcome into the show. Hi. Okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm back. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I didn't mean to let the song play that long. Just stuff, uh, stuff, handling stuff. Your mics are potted back up. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back from break. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, very impromptu and only for a moment or two, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show our dearest community manager friend, Panic, is on the show. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good evening, Good evening buddy. Folks. Good evening. Yeah, you just you just kind of popped in. You sent me a message ago, uh, a minute ago. You yelled at me for something. You blamed me for something else, and then uh, and then you said, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, buddy, let's do it." <laughs> Good evening, man. We were just talking a little bit about territory capture. Any, uh, I literally, I just got done giving my super secret top special clearance hint that was approved and authorized by Scopely. You want to give us anything? else you want to tell us anything else uh, so like okay so we're gonna be gonna be posting another update in the next couple of days and this update is gonna be around well next couple of days and next week or so in the following week it's gonna be more about the resources in the game and kind of what what happens after um, you've owned the territory because there's um, because obviously taking the territory is part of the whole thing but then owning it is the is the most important one so that's coming up you know that's interesting that you that you are wanting to lean into that because that was one of the things that we were talking about just a little bit ago from your original interview you said that these territories are going to have different values to different people because of the materials that are contained within the these territories because of the the materials or resources that are going to be available say for example in territory a as compared to territory b that that an alliance's goal of controlling territory a may shift over time that you need the material from territory b right so what you're saying is here coming up uh within the next uh, little bit of period of time you're going to give us more information about these new materials and what they are used for correct 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 yeah there's gonna there's gonna be a bunch of resources that are gonna be coming in and especially when you're um farming this uh the raw isogen that um, you'll find in each territory <laughs> there's one uh, of them yeah, so want- <laughs> sorry there's one of them isogen ladies and gentlemen was that was that already released yes. I can say this is the main one anyway, anyway. and from there on it's gonna we're gonna release the rest of like then how you refine it or what what comes out for it in the, the following week all right so uh real quick because i know it's super late guys panic just sent me a pm and i said hey you come in and say hi to everybody so i'm not going to turn it into an interview segment because it is midnight your time are you um inebriated sir no, no. Oh, I'm just checking. It's been, a, it's been a very, it's been a very relaxing weekend. I've been doing nothing but play video games and eat food. That's nice. More or less what I've been doing. Now you're you're a connoisseur of food. What uh, what was like your number one thing that you ate this weekend that you were thrilled with? 
burgers. <laughs> <laughs> real that's fine. That's how my connoisseurness goes. Yeah, up that's right. Real fine, uh, real super awesome and, and exquisite uh, cuisine there. Burgers. Um, <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, you know what? You, just because you just mentioned this, I'll ask this one question and I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go uh, for it. Big Country says, does this mean that Territories is not launching this week? If we're la- if we're going to continue this trend of, of the blog post and like the early information release, if that's coming up later this week, does that mean that we are not launching uh, this particular feature this week? Or can you say? Maybe or maybe not. I can't say no. Because it's still not locked down yet. All right. So is are you guys really, really stuck on the name Isogen? Can we propose <laughs> something else like Lat Tritanum Steel? Or something what? kind of a little more exotic can we uh, <laughs> well, can, can we I can, call I, them? I, I can guarantee you that the rest of the resources that are there are very exotic their names are quite exotic very exotic like panic wrote them yeah <laughs> have you have you panic have you guys thought about the battle combat mechanic and territories um what do you mean are you there's talk- no there's gonna be there's gonna be no um so in the territory itself so i can talk about basically i can any questions that you have specifically on like capturing a territory i feel free i can answer them now don't worry about it so within the territory there is no um pvp banding right but like so you're on capture nodes and somebody hits you does that yeah, displace a, you for the point count? yes Exactly. So oh, the way that the wait, way wait, that, wait, 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 wait. So I don't that, think I don't think panic hurt count is they yeah. they count on every minute on they tick on every minute. Okay, right. so I was so right about say, that. So, so let's say that a territory is uh, thirty minutes long, right? Uh, first, okay. For uh, so every on the every on every minute the points tick. So if if the if your ship has been removed after fifty eight seconds, then those four points don't take those extra three points on the on the thing don't take. Right. Okay. There's the, 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 no PvP banding whatsoever. Let's say level thirteen's in the zone, you can smash them. So wait, um, it's level twenty and above, right? Because I think at level think twenty actually... you can get the warp range to reach um, the origin sector. So okay. So level yeah, level fifty can is it level twenty or warp twenty? Because I'm pretty sure you can get to warp twenty under level twenty, can't you? With a north star, yeah. I, th- yeah, I think like on average it was around level twenty, but it's warp twenty. Yes. Okay. Now uh, I want to go back to Gregor's question and, and panic. You may have just answered it, but I want to clarify. If you are in the system with four seconds left, okay, and then the the minute clicks to the zero, you get a point for being in that system. Further, if you're on a capture node and a level 15 player comes up and engages you in battle with three seconds left, are you going to get credit for holding the capture node or just credit for being in the system? No, because it's plus three points per minute. So all the points that are counted are counted per minute. So if if somebody is on a capture node and they're engaged in battle, technically when you're engaged in battle, you're not on the node, and that minute exactly. and that minute ticks over, you will not get points for being on the capture node at that when that minute ticks over if you're engaged in battle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but in system points. You'll get yeah, you'll so get you the get, one point for being in a system. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you'll so get So the idea point. is yeah. The idea is like if you see, you're protecting your ships and if you see someone going towards the capture node, you try and divert them. Either divert them or hit them with a the Rialto, bring, keep them off the node. Yeah, bring a Rialto or bring a discovery or something. Yeah, keep exactly. them keep them, yeah, do it with a Rialto, keep them off the capture node at the minute tick and they're only going to get one point. Right turn Clive so got the right is, idea. This is going to proliferate the use of the bug that prevents people from targeting you. So that's been fixed. 
Boom. Mm. That's one of the things I think fixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, problem yeah. solved. Territory capture. Guys, uh, Snake Eyes kind of wraps it up. Don't be there if you don't want to fight. This is PvP. The panic, I would imagine that this is, is what Scopely's, I don't want to say dream come true, but this is a huge panic stream. This is a huge thing for PvP. Like even the PvEers were saying, hey, listen, let the PvPers do their thing. Let's just create special zones for them to go PvP in. Well, Scopely yeah, was like idea. Scopely was like, hold my freaking beer, people. All right, here you go. Here is territory capture. <laughs> One of the um, important things I that you, I want you guys to note is the adjacency um, part that's in the in the documentation. Yeah. Or, so hey, let me know. ask you this question. Well, no, I, I, I have a question to you on that. But the connecting zones is there a limit how many you can have, or is it yes. just based off the war paths? So that's uh, that's also in the. It should be anyway. That's so not yet. I think it's up to five. Hey, you can let only me, have up to five. <laughs> let me okay. ask you. Let me ask you, Panic, because I can save you a lot of time. You just said we can ask you any question about territory capture. There is no. still one document that you have not published yet, and it's not the one on materials. There is another document that I have that you have given me that has not been released yet. Can I can I read the entire thing tonight? Say yes. No. Oh, come <laughs> on. All right, no. fine. Okay. Um, so uh, there was one other question that we want. Oh, Panic, you dropped a bombshell on the official Discord yesterday about what happens when your alliance loses a territory. I'd like for that to come out of your voice with your words. What happens if I have a base with a shield up, a long-term shield? All right. If Let's say I got three days left on my shield and my alliance loses a territory. What happens to my base? Okay, I'm sorry. First, if you put on a shield, then you know that the takeover. You can see the ticking down that this that this that this area zone is going to be taken over in like two hours, and you put a third day shield on. Then I'm sorry, but it's your fault. And yes, all your shields drop, and you don't get P shields as well. Boom, folks! Did you hear that? Not only can you not reapply your P shield, but Panic said it on the official Discord yesterday. I even have the screenshot. I took it just in case because I didn't actually expect Panic to show up here tonight. Um, but but here he is, and uh, folks, I even even had this ready to go throwing it into the chat room right now this was panic's post yesterday in the official discord that yes ladies and gentlemen no peace shields even your existing current shields drop all right and you are not able to throw it up and as panic says there is a timer counting down if you are in that system with a shield up then that is too bad so sad all right you lose your shields um, Panic, can you tell us a little bit about the services that are available? Has that list been uh, – is that ready to come out? Are all the services lined up for all these territories? Can you uh, tell us about some of them? No, the services, the services are not ready, but one thing that I learned that I actually made a mistake in, your pre, in the previous one um, is that services in territories will change. They're not going to remain all the same. Oh, man. Right, so they're going to rotate at reset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every every reset, then. every reset, or like every- they're, not, they're, they're not randomized. There's a set of there's a set of specific services for each zone, right? That's been allocated, and then these services, like whether they're five or ten or whatever, they're yeah, they're, they're interchanged. I think there's like two per zone. Wow. Can we go back to PvP banding? So can you raid a level twenty if their shields go down the system? Then 
Yes, actually. Are you sorry? Yes, I actually got confirmation on that one here not too long okay. ago, no one shall. It, okay. With the lifting of PvP banding, all right, PvP banding is not only ships, but bases in the system. And by the way, um, that is within the game's core mechanics, all right? You cannot raid a level 14 because of level 15 is what you have to be before you can even hit anybody's base. Yeah. But with thing, the uh, with the lifting of PvP banding also comes bases inside the territory zone only. Only. Yeah, correct. But uh, to answer to answer Chick's question, it is always, always in the territory system, but only in the territory system. All right, not just during takeovers. Correct, correct. Kukar um, wants I'm to know... Uh, I'm posting a question and answer I forgot. Um, I've already, I updated the, the blog post, but I'm posting it here as well in the chat so you guys can yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, I don't like exclusive. So yeah, I'll, I'll read it out. So, are there limitations on how many zones an alliance can capture? And the answer is, yeah, powerful alliance must choose which zones it wants to capture. Them. And no single alliance can capture the whole galaxy. As the limitation is five zones in total, independence of their tier. That's there you cool go. Right there. That's the answer I was looking for originally. And I okay. would, I would even go one step further, if I may panic. May I go one step further on that? These five zones. Uh, are are independent of tier as that mentions, but that is also going to scale on the level of your alliance. Okay, mm-hmm. so not everybody can hold five, but uh, you know, for example, the higher level alliances will be able to hold more than say a level two alliance. Okay, so yeah, yeah. five is the max. Yeah, five is the absolute max. So you know the the size of the alliance is going to depend. Panic. I have one specific question about the adjacencies. If you uh, let's say that we we flash forward in time here, and my alliance is holding four territories but then another alliance comes in now of course these four territories they're they're all joined right they have to be adjacent so i've i've expanded my territory what happens if another alliance comes and takes one in the middle do i lose the first one automatically like the one that's been separated or cut off that's a really good question i have a feeling that i think the way that they're scheduled is that you can't lose one if you know what i mean so the way that the ter- the takeovers are scheduled is that you that they're always um, they, you always get territories but that you can capture that will never break a link. And always because takeovers they fall in order tier one tier yeah. two tier three something like that. And not only yeah not only that but it's never going to be in a way that um, let's say you have A B C and D right and you have A B and you have B C and D so it's never going to be like one day it's going to be A then the other day it's going to be D then the other going to be B right it's always going to go A B C or D. That's how the rotation is always going to go. Right, but what what if right. what if I am what if I'm actually participating? So let's say I've had it for the week that I'm supposed to have it, and then someone is competing for it, and I actually lose it. I lose it. What what? Ha- but but let's say the day before so, I so let's say I've got so territories one, two, three, and four. Week one, okay. Let's let's go let's go on route zero. So week one you get A, week two you get B, week three you get C, week D you get D, and then it goes again from the beginning. So then then you have to recapture week A. Yes. Well, you have B, C, and D. Okay. Let's say then you capture A. Right. I, the then correct. B falls. Okay, no, I understand the logic. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying. Let's say that I let's say I recapture A, but then B, I fail. Say somebody beats me. I, I can compete, but somebody beats me. Now A is separated from C. So what from happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I happens? You broke the link. You're saying I broke the link. So what happens to what side of the territory? Do I lose A because I lost B? Um, That's a good point. Yeah. What. Can, can we go back to services, though? 
So the services in those territories, do they affect outside the territories that you own, or they are only yes. specific in those territories? I don't know. I don't know. Those, um, so services not only are available globally, but they also stack, which is really nice. Okay. So so services available globally, unless otherwise specified, Panic, because there is one here, for example, that says, you know, for example, in the Omega Zone, 100% shield health points in zone. I would imagine the uh, ones yes, that yes. say in zone yeah. are just there, but the other you ones are... Really, I would guess. Yeah. Um, so Batman said early on the official Discord that those uh, texts were pre-production, not... Okay. No, that That's all pre-prod, yes, exactly. That's right. But these... Uh, but these also, these style of uh, services will be available. Okay, there you go. So they are available outside of territory systems, folks. Okay, that is wonderful. There that you is go. Wonderful. That is that is absolutely huge. And and uh, and, and they stack. And they stack. So if, if I get territory B that has ten percent to hull, and then territory territory D has another ten percent to hull, then I'm going to get twenty percent to hull. Is what you're saying? And, that, and that's stack on yeah. base, right? Because you got you to specify it's based or it's based off of what your skills are. Yeah, yeah. that's that that's different. Yeah. Can, sure. can you tell us, Panic, if these are going to be treated like researches would be? Are they additive with the existing buffs that are already in place, or are these going to affect the actual base values? I asked this question. It's going to be in the other do- documentation that I'm going to be writing, but it should be it's it's based like researches. But don't quote me. That's going to be out on uh, mm. whenever the research, whenever the next documentation comes in. I can, I'll confirm that then. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, some some nuances are gonna some nuances are gonna be are still looked at. That's why I can't even say a date yet completely. Okay. Um, what I can say is that all these questions will be answered in the uh, the next post. Awesome. So you've played it. You've played the the expansion panic that does this. What, are, what 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 frustrations do you have coming out of territories? Any, or they're all addressed. Um, Oh no no! For me, the the frustrations were more on the strategy, because <laughs> because we're always playing the same teams, and <laughs> I think the frustration is going to come in when there's going to be a lot of people in in the same. Until this normalizes, until this whole territory capture normalizes, because it's going to be so cool, and a lot of people want to play it. They were just the team is just trying to figure out a way to mitigate the uh, the lag in the systems. Let me and, let me ask you. Alex trying to say he's not good at chess. Yeah, let me let me ask you this, uh, Panic, because you had mentioned uh, yeah, even uh, and 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 I've already told the community. All right, I didn't show them anything, but I told the community that you shared with us uh, some gameplay. All right, cats versus dogs, right on the dev server. You guys were playing this, um, and uh, what we saw from your server was you know no lag, and we saw a lot of good active PvP. I did, in fact, folks, see Panic die multiple times. Uh, and say it's, he's so big. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw. I, he was so, he was playing with such big ships. I he had to that. I had to clip that. He had to upgrade that bordus. He had to tear up that bordus that he was playing with. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> that's so lazy. Then we had like the level the level forties. I'm like, I'm just a level thirty three. Leave me alone. <laughs> let, let me um, let me ask you this: as far as deployment goes, I, I, again, I've shared with the people that I've seen the design. I've seen what you've shared with us, and it looks it, it just looks great. I hope that this deploys like it has been designed. Can you tell us what steps Scopely has taken or will be taking to help mitigate lag? Because I think that is everybody's biggest concern. And you just said it, right? Lag is a concern. What are you guys doing about it? There will be some sort of... I know I know the team is working... Um, uh, the events team is working to help at least mitigate this in the beginning. 
they said like this for territory capture for me has to normalize so um the first uh, lines have to get the territories that they want and then slowly like this normalizes as as, as more territory takeovers become available so that more and more lines can get those over those uh, those takeovers um now i don't exactly know the exact plan but there will be a plan for launch for this Right, there will be a plan for launch where they're, they're making steps where at least the initial lag will be dealt with. Like even entering that, you won't be able to enter that system as um, when we start. Are you, are you talking about like a gate? Yeah, are you yeah, talking about like a staggered yeah, it's launch? Gonna be, it's gonna be some, there's going to be some sort of gate because we're very mindful of the possible of the congestion that can happen within that area. So the team is very mindful of this and therefore they're trying to figure out best possible way to slowly roll out to all the players again which should become which is it's it's a seamless experience for you well hey you I, just I, make them in dedicated servers where like you track like when you go to that system it transfers you onto that specific server that's only dedicated for territory capture like you're talking about like the instancing that's in world of War. yeah instancing in a sense like normal memos I'm really glad to hear that 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 Scopely is addressing it, that they're aware of it. That is actually very very positive uh, to hear because we did see, you know, not elimination, but we did see reduction in lag between Arc One and Arc Two. So if they were able to take some steps there, uh, if they were able to take some steps there to help mitigate that lag between Arc One and Arc Two, then potentially we see uh, more of the same as we head into territory capture. Uh, Panic. I'll wrap up with this because I know obviously. It's super late and i didn't expect you to be here so thank you for being such a good sport um are we going to see discovery arc three uh is it going to be running concurrently with territory capture is territory capture arc three or is there something completely different planned for discovery uh-huh hey can you real quick before you answer that fix your mic because it sounds like it sounds like you're like seven miles away he's in bed i know he is i know he is that's why i want to let him go he's probably got a a beautiful a beautiful spaniard laying right next to him uh and and she's like panic because she calls him panic right she's like panic come back to bed why are you playing video games at one o'clock in the morning that's what she's saying show me your enterprise again yeah (laughs) yeah what tier is your enterprise, big boy? All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. Sorry, terrible. <laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, what are we going to see uh, regarding Arc 3 of Discovery? What content is still yet to come for Discovery, and how does it relate to territory capture? Um, I can't uh, give any insight on that yet. That's something that I can't yet do, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Is there an Arc yeah, 3? Well. Is there an Arc 3? Yeah. Mm, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> All right. The high pitched. How many animals can you fit in Arc Three? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's so time. Like my stuff. <laughs> it's it's late. Panic. We're going to let you go. Thank you for stro- uh, for dropping in. I really appreciate you doing that. Thanks for for hopping in the room and and saying hello to a community and answering a few extra questions there. And and uh, we'll we'll let you go as we're about ready to wrap up too. But uh, kudos, man. I will. Uh, I'll be talking with you again tomorrow as we get ready to release some more stuff to the community. We got more stuff to give you tomorrow and in the coming days, folks. So thank you again to community manager Panic for an impromptu yeah! stop by. I'll be a bit. I'll, I'll stay a bit in the chat as well. So uh, if anyone wants to ask me, something. oh, is it such a special moment that he wants to double the prizes awarded? <laughs> well, uh, we will. We will be playing a game of the feud coming up here in just a moment. Where I actually. I'll play with be- 
Believe it or not, for the month of November, Panic has already authorized a shift in the game's rules. We'll talk to you about that coming up here in just a moment. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's really late, Chick. Uh, Chick wants to know, Panic, if you want to play a game of Family Feud. Do do, do you know how Family Feud works? Do you know how the game... uh, You know what? I'll tell you what. Let's just let him play for no prizes. Let's just do a a mock round, okay? We'll let him answer the questions. We'll see how many points he can actually get. Panic, you want to play a game very, very quickly? It's a. It, do you, have you ever watched Family Feud? Mm, I think so. Family Feud. Is it the Feud, one where you, 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 they, there's two teams and they have together and they have to choose? Uh, they ask uh, a question they and they have to choose. Uh, they have to answer the survey questions. Like we surveyed a hundred people, the top five answers are on the board, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. have to yeah, guess yeah. something that was on the board. Uh, as a matter of fact, Virtual Army says it's called Family Fortunes in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you you just guess what maybe the most popular answer would be. Do do you want to play one? We can. I'm gonna let you play. It don't matter if you want. If you're sure. ready to if you're ready to get back to that beautiful Spanish lady in your bed, then we'll and let the you. Go. day with uh, DJ at night. <laughs> Listen, if you, if you, if you, shoot, go ahead. Shoot me. If your if your photon <laughs> torpedo has other places to be, then we'll we'll let you go. Um, <laughs> all right. In that case, ladies and gentlemen, let's play the fuse. Uh, no, you know what, Truck and Chick? I'm going to let him play with No One Shell. No One Shell, you'll be the partner. No One Shell, you're going to be Panic's partner in Fast Money. I'm going to put you in a soundproof booth. No One, don't go anywhere. You're not going to hear anything. It's going to be complete dead silence. Don't go anywhere. You are going into the soundproof booth, okay? All right, No One Shell? He's like, I have no idea what's going on. Where? All right, there we go. No One Shell, you're going into the soundproof booth. Don't go anywhere. All right, Panic. I'm going to give you a chance to play 30 seconds or on the clock. Uh, I'm going to read you a question, and you give me the first answer that pops into your head. The top five answers are on the board after we surveyed 100 people. Are you ready to play? Okay, fine. All right, here we go. He says, fine. It's so late. I don't want to be doing this garbage. All right, uh, here we go. All right, 30 seconds are on the clock. Um, Panic, tell me a special day that you wish wa- lasted longer than 24 hours? Sunday. <laughs> Name a state that starts with the letter N. That's unfair. Nebraska? Okay. What might you do for a gift if you're short on cash? What do I do, sorry, for a gift if what, I'm short what, on cash? Yeah, what would you do for a sell gift? My, <laughs> sell my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a Steve Harvey moment here. Okay, Panic says he'd be a prostitute. At the theater, what do you do if the movie stinks within the first 10 minutes? Uh, I leave. Which color would you be surprised to see a bride wearing on her wedding day? Black. All right, very good. Obviously, he went way over. I know he went over on time. It's fine. It's Panic. We're having fun. All right, let's check his answers, and then we'll bring uh, we'll bring No One Shell back into play. Tell me a special day that you wish lasted longer. Panic said Sunday. He said Sunday. Uh, top five answers are on the board. Is Sunday on the board? No. No, Sunday is not on the board. Name a state that starts with the letter N. He said Nebraska. I'm actually impressed that, that, you, were, that you did that. I thought that would be unfair. Do you know all 50 states? Surely not. I, know, I, I knew Nevada as well, Nebraska. Uh, Good for you. All right. He said uh, He said Nebraska. Survey says 
good for 26 points. Very well done. What might you do for a gift if you're short on cash? Panic says be a male gigolo. Male gigolo. Uh, survey says... Uh, wait, sorry. Hit the, hit the wrong button. Hang on. Uh, yeah, no, he just won everything, folks. All right. Uh, no, yeah, no points for that. At the theater, what do you do if the movie stinks within the first 10 minutes? You said leave. He said leave. Survey says... Very good. And the number one answer was 67 points. Finally, which color would you be surprised to see a bride wearing on her wedding day? Panic said black. Black. Survey says... Very good. And again, the number one answer for 74 points. Very nicely mm-hmm. done, Panic. You, you only need 200 points. You did pretty daggone good. So now we're going to bring your partner back in. No one shell. Welcome back. Your partner, Panic, yeah. he did a very, very good job. You only need 200 points. All right. Uh, Panic scored 167 points. So you only need 33 points. Yet somehow, some way, no one shell, I believe if there was a player that could screw this up, it's you. All right. Uh, yep. Let's... <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to give you 45 seconds on the clock, no one shell. 45 seconds on the clock that will begin after I finish reading the first question, and then we'll tally up your points, all right? Are you ready to play no one shell? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Tell me a special day that you wish lasted longer than 24 hours. Christmas? Name a state that starts with the letter N. Nebraska? Guess again. No Nebraska. North Dakota. What might you do for a gift if you're short on cash? Make one. At the theater, what do you do if the movie stinks within the first 10 minutes? I leave. Guess again. I watch it. Which, uh, Which color would you be surprised to see a bride wearing on her wedding day? Black. Guess again. White. White. Okay. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You're surprised to see a no, bride wearing honestly, white. It'd be green. Yeah. Okay. North. Yeah, right. These answers, they're terrible. You only need 33 yeah. points. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to do these out of order. Okay. I want to do these out of order because we're going to start with, <laughs> we're going to start with name a state that starts with the letter N. Okay. Uh, name a state that starts with the letter N. He says North Dakota. North Dakota. Survey says. Ah, it's actually on the board. Uh, it's on the board with four points, my friend. Four. Uh, what might you do uh, for a gift if you're short on cash? You said make one. Uh, survey says. Very good. And actually, you know what? There's no getting around it. Panic did such a great job that you that you won. All right. Even no one shell could not mess this up. Uh, as a matter of fact, homemade gift was the number one answer, 47 points. Christmas was also the day you wish lasted longer. It was the number one answer for 44 Ooh. points. At the movie theater, what do you do if the movie stinks within the first 10 minutes? The number one answer was leave. He said watch it anyway. That was on the board. for Pull a, lo- a Karen and demand a refund. Uh, well, that, was, that was on the board, too. As for money back was on there for four points, but watching it anyway was worth 11 points. And finally, which color would you be surprised to see a bride wearing on her wedding? day no one shell said white (laughs) that was not on the board uh nonetheless you guys are winners congratulations what do i win uh no one shell you win uh the right to not be made fun of for blowing a 167 point lead 
and Panic <laughs> continues to win our respect. Thank you. Uh, I'd have been much. surprised if it was a Bajoran wedding. Or not Bajoran, um, Beta Z. <laughs> a Beta Zoid uh, wedding? Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't wear any a clothes. Beta wedding. Yeah. What color are you supposed Surprise. to wear? Hey, Panic, let's check your Star Trek lore. What color uh, What color dress is the bride supposed to wear at a Beta Zoid wedding? <laughs> Do you know? No. Even I know that one. Now, come on, Panic. Naked. That's oh, right. Naked. Panic. Betazoid weddings don't wear clothes. You're supposed to go naked. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, just in case you were curious, that's a next generation question and one that you're more than welcome to uh, speed along as far as the track of progression goes. Uh, <laughs> guys, I, I am going to let Panic go. My, can you believe he's already been here for 40 minutes? So, Panic, thank you, obviously, for the time. I know it's very late. Thank you no, so no, very fun. much. It was fun. Always, always a pleasure, guys. All right, Talk man. Soon. We'll catch you next time. Panic, community manager from Scopely, dropping in on you guys unannounced and uh, extending the length of our podcast by about a half hour here. But, you know, we got some good information there, folks. Got some good information um, and some stuff that uh, I'm glad that he was able to. I was trying to I was trying to lead him along there for a second to get him to get you guys some stuff. And he gave you a few things, but uh, but not everything. There is still more to come still more to come and i'm very very excited about that uh does anybody have any last minute questions we are over on our time i'll give you about two minutes of open floor and then we're going to play uh some family feud to give you guys some sport drive components anybody have any questions what's the new res for the new resources are going to be used to you know what i think i can say this some of the new resources are going to be used to purchase um, your takeover coins. Okay, I, I'm still calling them coins. Obviously, Scopely's not probably going with that terminology, but but some of the new resources are going to be used to start territory uh, territory captures, and uh, also I believe that it's been released somewhere that some of these services you're going to have to buy. So uh, the some of the new resources are going to be used for activating these services. Okay, there you go. Uh, any other questions? Any questions? Quackfu says, how are we acquiring the new resources? Well, uh, Panic said on the last show that they are, that, that at least some of them, uh, obviously, probably going to be acquired throughout um, events and so forth, but also some of them are going to be mineable, okay? Uh, and uh, Day Trade says dollar signs, too. Yeah, I would imagine that you'll be able to buy this stuff. I'm sure Scopely is not going right. to do... I'm sure Scopely is not going to do this completely free to play. I'm sure that there will be a payer's path, okay? But there is a grinder's path, okay? There is a grinder's path as well, and uh, you will be able to uh, you will be able to uh, obtain these resources by mining and things like that. So, all right, <clears throat> um, there you go. Anybody else have any questions? Questions, questions, questions. All right. Is that it? Nothing, nothing? Are we going to have another ARC 3? Well, I just asked him that. Just asked him that. He said he was not answering. All right. So that, that, listen, we can speculate. What does that mean? He says he cannot answer as to whether or not we're going to have an ARC 3 or whether or not territory capture is ARC 3 or whether or not they're going to be launching simultaneously. Um, he says he cannot comment. So I invite your speculation. You guys think about it. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what that means. I kind of believe that that probably means that 
maybe they're one and the same. All right. But Truck and Chick says no speculation. No speculation. I'm with Crazy said if there's no arc three, it's going to be a bit longer for most folks to get summoning. I would agree with that because I was kind of planning on three arcs in my head. You know, when I was doing the original math, but well, usually the normal thing is three arcs, three art. We've always had at least three. We've actually had four one time uh, with the Borg. So I would be I would be surprised. And, and listen, let's also look at it here. It's November. OK, uh, if, if arc three happened, it would be in November. So maybe maybe territories is a totally new arc. And maybe they're going to shorten it to two months. So they finish it up in 2020 and January starts a new plan. All right, we have no idea. I don't know what their deployment schedule is, so um, don't don't really know what that could mean. But Panic was very cautious to uh, actually provide an answer to that question, so that would uh, indicate to me that he does love to troll us too. Well, he does, but that could indicate to me that there's something a little bit out of the norm, maybe something a little bit out of the ordinary that where they're planning on doing for these last couple of months of the year. So don't know exactly. We may and Wicked Witch says Panic may just be teasing us. That is true as well. That is certainly possible. <clears throat> okay. Um, any other questions that I can answer for you very quickly before we play our game and get ready to head on out of here? My wife has made homemade chicken noodle soup. Homemade chicken noodle soup with with all the like the homemade. <laughs> was stuff. it made in a sulfur pit? Uh, no, <laughs> no, it was not. It was made right here in my own kitchen. She diced the chicken. She cut the celery and the carrots, and mm-mm, I'm excited. It's my favorite. Okay. Um, Let's see. Panic is, is actually still in the chat. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, he was typing to Shinjo. says, Panic, uh, territory capture is close, but not quite close, but closer than you think, but still not there yet, but nearly available. Wow. Was that not the trollers trolling? Uh, yeah, that is a troller's dream statement right there. Very clear, Captain Ambiguous. Thank you very much. That deserves poops, ladies and gentlemen. Go give him all the poops. All right, he gets he gets all the poops. Um, yeah, that's a very panic answer. It's good to know that we still have our good old fashioned panic hidden deep down in there somewhere. All right, <laughs> very very good. Uh, any other questions? Very quickly, last seconds, guys. Last seconds. Anything? I always thought that was ice cream. What? Oh, the dog poop, poop emoji. <laughs> It's definitely not ice cream. All right, folks, let's play a game, shall we? All right. Oh, man, that's that's gross ever. Yeah. All right, folks, let's play a game. Let's find a player today. Our player is Padawan. Padawan, congratulations to you. Padawan, you've got an opportunity to play. Padawan, I need you to choose your partner. Padawan, would you like to play in voice or can you play in text? <laughs> Looks like we have one small problem there. We, we lost our contest count. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, just for fun, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick another one. This player is not going to win anything. I just want to see if it's going to pick Padawan again. Oh, no. Oh, wow. I just said that it's not going to count. Sorry, Kukar. Oh, no. It was Karkin. He was the big winner. He was the one that always <laughs> Is that, that Karkin? That's a different, yeah, it's a different one. All right, Padawan. Congratulations to you. Padawan, are you going to be playing in voice or can you play in text? Oh, yeah, sure. Hey, you know what? Padawan says, can you pick for me randomly? Well, the bot just did that. Kukar, we're going to let you play. That way the bot, uh, the bot chance didn't go in vain. How about that? You sure it didn't say Kark? Oh, it definitely says it definitely says Kukar. Kukar, you got a chance to play? 
Uh, yeah, Padawan, you got it. All right, Padawan, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open you up in text. All right, here's a PM. Hello, hello. There you go. All right, guys, can you believe that Padawan has not won on the Talking Trek show since December 14th, 2019? December 14th. And I thank you, Padawan, for being a loyal Talking Trek listener for literally almost an entire year. Thank you so very much. Appreciate that. All right. Kukar. Kukar is uh, Kukar's playing in voice. Is that right? Kukar, are you going to play in voice, buddy? Or are you going to play in text? All right. Kukar, come on in voice. Hey, somebody, uh, Snake Eyes or somebody, slow-mo the room. And so here's what I'm going to do. Listen, uh, Padawan, I am going to hide you. I'm going to throw you into the soundproof booth. You're not going to hear anything, but don't leave. All right? It's going to sound very, very quiet, but I don't want you to panic. Okay? Don't go anywhere. We're going to put you in the soundproof booth. All right? I'm going to put you in there now. Everybody say goodbye to Padawan. Everybody say bye. There he goes. All right? He's in the soundproof booth. Uh, Kukar, come into voice, please. Kukar, welcome to the show. Where are you at, buddy? I'm ready. There you go. All right. He's ready. Let's play the game. Talking Treks Family Feud, Fast Money is on. All right, slow mode is active. Please, no hints in chat. Don't uh, anybody give any answers, all right? Uh, let's see. I've got my one, two, three, four, five. I got five questions. And uh, listen, this is a little bit different. I gave Panic and No One a little bit more time. But by the official game rules, you have 25 seconds. Now, I also told you that Panic has authorized the game style to change just a little bit. It's not going to affect Padawan and Kukar today, but we are going to play jackpot style, meaning that if they win, that's the jackpot. All right. If they don't win, I'm still going to give them their 100 consolation prize, but on the next show, we're going to take the, 400, uh, the 150 that they missed, and we're going to add it to the pot on the next show. All right, so you are under added pressure to win today to maximize your payout, but there will be a rolling prize pool. Kukar, are you ready to play? Oh, yeah, and we're going to win. All right, he's going to win. 25 seconds on the clock after I finish reading the first question. Here we go. What might you do to avoid being approached by a pushy salesperson at a car lot? Tell him to get the hell away from me. Name a drink that you might stir. A daiquiri. Name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby's born. What clothes to buy? When sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. Tur her hair. Name a game you need dice to play. Craps. You said craps. Okay, it came in. It came in just in time. We're going to give it to him. He said craps. All right, let's let's uh, let's check his answers here. What might you do to avoid being approached by a pushy car sales or a pushy salesperson at a car lot? He says uh, tell him to be left alone, and uh, we'll see. Survey says asked to be left alone is on the board for four points. Four points. Asked DJ to be knows the answer to that left one. Alone. Don't you? Yes, I do. The people say that to me. I don't listen. I don't listen. I, I pursue them anyway. Uh, na- <laughs> name a drink that you might stir. You said a daiquiri. Is that what you said? A daiquiri? Yeah. Okay. A daiquiri. Uh, <laughs> a daiquiri. Survey says. 
Not on the board. Nah, I can't give you credit on that one. Uh, name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby is born. You said clothing. You said clothing. Survey says... I'll give that one to you. Uh, we'll call that one must-have items. Must-have items for nine points, Trek and Chick. All right, nine points. When sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. You said uh, playing with her hair, right? Tossing her hair. Survey says... Good. It's on the board for ten points. Name a game you need dice to play. You said craps. Survey says... Oh, wow. Actually on the board, 14 points. Nice job. Okay. I didn't expect that one to be. Okay, there you go. It's on the board. All right, let's bring uh, Kukar back in. Let me find him. Where is he? All right, there we go. Oh, no, that was Kukar. It was was Padawan, right? Here we go, Padawan. Sorry. All right, Padawan is back, everybody. Welcome back to Padawan. Appreciate you being here. Your partner did okay. Your partner did good. Wait, no. He only got 37 points. All right, sorry, Padawan. Your partner did terrible. Yeah, no no pressure, buddy. Padawan, your partner only got 37 points. You need 163. Oh, yeah, no pressure, you say. All right, our PM is open. I'm going to give you 60 seconds to answer. 60 seconds to answer. I will begin the timer after I read the first question. Padawan, are you ready to play? All right, he says we're good to go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play Talking Tracks Fast Money. All right, 60 seconds are on the board. What might you do to avoid being approached by a pushy salesperson at a car lot? What might you do to avoid being approached? Okay, name a drink that you might stir. Name a drink that you might stir. Name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby is born. When sitting next... What? Oh, you're going to pass? Okay. When sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. He's all right on time. He's got 20 seconds left. What? When, ne- when sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. Oh, okay. Uh, name a game you need dice to play. Name a game you need dice to play. All right, we're going to go back. Name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby is born. Quickly, you got three seconds left. Two... One. Okay, he got it in. He got it in. Got it in. Very good. Okay, let's check your answers here. Padawan, let's check your answers. All right. Uh, What might you do to avoid being approached by a pushy salesperson at a car lot? He says use his cell phone. Uh, Actually, he said take a call. We're going to go with use cell phone because it is on the board for 11 points. 11 points. Name a drink. You ever been punched, DJ? Uh, No, I've never been punched. No. Uh, Name a drink that you might stir. Uh, you said uh, chocolate milk. <laughs> Not a big drinker, I'm guessing. Chocolate milk. Survey says. Good. It's on the board. Eight points. Eight points on the board. Name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby is born. You said, how about a name? How about a name? Survey says. Very good. The number one answer on the board for 31 points. Well done. When sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. You said, kiss them. 
Kiss them. Survey says. Uh, no, no. Uh, flirting does not mean just jumping down his throat, okay? Although I like where that's going. Uh, name a game you need. <laughs> name a game you need dice to play. He said Monopoly. Monopoly. Survey says. Wow. On the board and the number one answer. And the number one answer. Truck and chick. How many points did he need on this question? Because it is the number one answer. How many points did he need? They have 87 points. Oh, well, yeah, that's okay. Sorry. (laughs) It didn't work out for you. It didn't work out for you this time. Uh, No, it's it's quite all right. Listen, you did pretty good. Uh, The number one answer was worth 45 points on that one. So you did get a couple of number ones. What might you do to avoid being approached by a pushy salesperson at a car lot? How about just walking away? That was the number one answer. Just walk away. Uh, Name a drink that you might stir. Folks, coffee. Coffee was the number one answer. Name something a mother-to-be might ask her friend's advice on before the baby was born. Names was the number one answer. When sitting next to someone she likes, name something a woman does to flirt. Smiling. Smiling was the number one answer. And then name a game that you need to play, uh, that you need dice to play. Monopoly was the number one answer. Very well, guys. Very good. Now, here's the deal. Was D&D on that list? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. But now you're right. You're right, Snake Eyes. You got screwed. You got. You get the hundred. Okay, you get the hundred. A hundred G3, G4 uncommon G4 parts, or a hundred sport drive components. Okay, uh, you got a hundred. Uh, wait. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, I'm so sorry. You meant. See, I thought that was a different D and D. I thought that was for the flirting question. All right. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, name a game you need dice to play. Dungeons and Dragons was on the list. Dungeons and Dragons was on the list. Sorry, I, I thought something different. I am a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was on the list. I thought you were talking about the flirting question. Uh, anyway, um, so now that means, folks, that 150 of the materials are added to next week's prize. 150. So next week you can come in here and win 400. All right, 150 have been added to the prize. The consolation prize is still 100, all right, but you could come in here on the next show and actually play for up to 400 Spore Drive components. You got to picture this. If if a couple of people lose, that uh that um that jackpot gets nice and big. Okay? So, you know, it could happen. You might be rooting against some people from here on out. All right? Could be it. Guys, we've been on for uh, (laughs) just shy of three hours. Should we break this one up, Snake Eyes? I hate doing these so long, but then panic. I'm not going to turn panic away. He wanted to come in and tell us things. All right? He wanted to come in and tell us things. Silent Stabber says no. Upload the whole thing. Chick says do it. Day Trade says don't do it. All right. No need to break it up. Okay, cool. Makes it easier for me. I love it. I dig it, folks. Thank you so much. Uh, Yes, Snake Eyes says there was like 20 minutes worth of edits. You're right about that. I appreciate you guys all being here. That's going to do it for today. Hope you guys had an absolutely wonderful uh, weekend. Hope you had a great time here on the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I thank you for being here for the live taping of Talking Trek Live, where we talk today all about territory capture and what it may bring, and even more super secret special hints from community manager Panic himself. All right, very, very exciting stuff coming with territory capture whenever it may be. Folks, please visit our website. It's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online. To visit our website there, you can do all kinds of great stuff. You can find all the episodes. I actually, Snake Eyes, I had somebody come back 
and actually asked me on how to find graphics in our graphics room from an April show. How cool was that? Somebody was going back, listening to a show back in April, and wanted to see the graphics. Folks, you can do it. Our graphics room never goes away. Use the search function in there. And to do that, you need to join our Discord. All right? Join our Discord, and the link is available at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Also there, not only our Discord link, but our Amazon support link. Shop. Do your normal, everyday shopping on Amazon.com, and you will support the show. We'll get paid for that, okay? And you don't pay anymore. Buy your normal, everyday items. Items, and you will uh, you will take care of it, okay? Uh, also there, you're going to find a link to become a patron. And I would like to thank our patrons so very, very much for continuing month after month to support the show and make sure that we are on the air and bringing you this content week after week after week. Gregor, hats off to you, buddy. Thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart. Ska, same for you. Bankman and I, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom. You guys have been here since the very beginning, since the day we launched our patron program. You guys were on board. Other day one patrons include Doom, um, Hank, Chuck Zagrunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, and JB. All here from day one. All right, signed up on day one in our patrons program. Thank you so very, very much. Ahab, Energy, Fukum. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ Goo. Uh, DJ Gurr. Hey, Goo. What's up? Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NCN Jetski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damadarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, and Maztex. Thank you guys so very, very much for your continued support of Talking Trick Live. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.